This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey, everybody, real quick, before we start this episode, we want to let you know that we are doing another live Confused Breakfast podcast recording Saturday, February 24th in Cedar Rapids, Iowa at the Olympic Theater. We're going to be reviewing Air Force One, and you know we're going to have a group yelling together of get off my plane it's going to be fantastic putting the link in the show notes we would really love it if you check it out spread the word buy some tickets we do eventually want to take this show on the road and if we can see that people really love attending these and that they buy tickets and we sell it out that sure does make it easier for us to make the leap in the future so please check it out saturday february 24th buy tickets cedar rapids iowa message us with any questions let's get started That never gets old. <laughs> well, hello there and welcome to the Confused Breakfast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Sure do. It's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your house. But there was something truly special about borrowing your college friend Kyle's Ford Taurus to head to Blockbuster, picking out a movie by hand, and taking it home to watch with you. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. Joining me as always, two dudes whose window of opportunity to drink and do drugs and take advantage of young girls is getting smaller by the day. <laughs> Sean Pryor and AJ Vins, how the heck are you? Li- I literally set a date where I can't do it anymore. Yep. Yeah. I, it's closed. Store's closed. No, it's closed. Yeah, we <laughs> went out of business. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, my, we get it. My mom ingrained <laughs> it. My mom ingrained it in me, into me to never start doing that. Cool. Right. Yeah, so, right. That's that's a good point. You didn't go to a major university college no, okay no, then no. that makes sense yeah yep, true yep. true that's so, where you actually learn to do that oh okay yeah okay. like i never had the dorm room experience you know what i mean and we will talk about that because okay. today's episode <laughs> brought to you by hello fresh and cedar ridge distillery we are going to discuss 
One of the highest grossing comedy films of the year it was released. A movie most certainly watched countless times and endlessly quoted in dorm rooms and slumber parties around the country. Our first movie with Tom Green in it. We were, of course, talking about 2000's Road Trip. Well, damn dang it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another nostalgic journey to the past with The Confused Breakfast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy wherever you are in the world. It's the snare symbol. Take it away, boys. It's the snare symbol hit. Will you just add it? There's not. I don't know how. I don't even know where that song came from. You can manipulate. Lottie, are you a drummer? Can you help us out? Come on. Well, if you are new to the podcast, we will be reviewing road trips scene by scene with a modern eye. But in order to do that properly, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. I'm going to start. I never start. Wow. I want to talk. I I, I usually go to you guys. I know, right? Will you guys take note of this? Timestamp this. Wow. Listen, uh, this this era of movies, probably the age that I was at. I was I was 18 when this came out. I mean, guys, come on. These movies were made for me. I'm talking American Pie, Euro Trip, Van Wilder, Road Trip. These hit you at the time they, that these, they're meant these were for you. meant for me, and they and I saw them when they came out. Yeah. I, I loved this movie so much. Uh, obviously, rented it, watched it in the dorm rooms. Everyone, this is the DVD era too, so everyone owned yeah. it. Oh, like yeah. everyone bought it and owned it. You definitely owned a copy of this on DVD. This was like a fall asleep at night movie kind of a thing. Just. Put it on, let it loop, call it good. I, I'm an 8.7 on this nostalgically. Sean, what about you, man? Back when I was consuming movies like this, like t- I was, I was watching movies like Tommy Boy and For sure. um, Black Sheep and like a lot of the Chris Farley stuff. Um, and uh, this this was sort of in the oeuvre of those films that I needed that I needed to see to you know be funny with my friends ever, uh, and I never got to it. And so I watched this movie for the first time three hours ago yes! this morning. Wow. That is impressive. <laughs> Wait, really? I had a shitty week. Oh, I had no, no time to do anything. And I, I got up at four, five in the morning this morning and did all of this. That's a hell of a way to start the day. I have a, I'm going to go ahead and predict it. It didn't go well for Sean. That's, that's, a, that's a rough time to try to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I guess we'll see. AJ, <laughs> what about you on this one? NA for Sean. Um, so non-alcohol for Sean. This for me. <laughs> so true. It's it sucks. <laughs> see? I can't even, not even at five in the morning. Um, my brand of comedy when I was growing up and like talking about like, oh, let's see, when I would have watched this movie going from middle school going into high school and I had this very like, oh, I don't like this kind of comedy, this, you know, the sexual comedy, eh, the yeah. weird, you know, that kind of stuff. Dick joke every Dick, Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. I didn't get it and I felt like it, it was... It was like high school bullying was like my biggest fear at that time as I'm about to become a freshman. I'm like, everyone's going to beat me up. I didn't want to ha- watch these kinds of movies. Um, and it didn't fit up in with my kind of humor. And then I put it off and I put it off. Finally, in high school, I, I did end up watching it. And it became one of those movies that I am I'm I'm glad I watched it at the time that I did because it started to make sense. And it was funny to me. And I was over the point of like just assuming that everything bad that happens in the movie is going to happen to me. <laughs> you finally <laughs> got over that. I was finally past that point in my life. So 
Well, that um, happens when we get to a bridge. We're going to have to ramp it. Oh I don't want to do it. Bullies and quicksand are going to be everywhere. They're going to be freaking everywhere. If I, if, I, if, if I turn left, it's a bully. If I turn right, it's quicksand. I'm fucked. The girl I love is going to want to record us having sex, and I don't want to do that. I don't that. know if I'm into that. What if somebody sees my wiener? <laughs> Guys, I would say that by the time I did finally see this, I, I did think it was funny, and... Um, I will, and I, I watched it like several times after that. It just became kind of like a, oh, I'm gonna watch this movie because I want to see it again and what and kill it basically. I'll give this a seven point eight. Seven point okay. eight. We do have an executive producer on the show with us today. His name is Josh Miller. He says, ah, 2000. Seriously, if you were to ask me when this came out, I would have said 2003 or 2004. When I saw you post this movie on Facebook and the comments were saying this was 24 years old now, I was like, no way. I remembered it coming out closer to Euro Trip. It's wild to think this movie is nearly a quarter of a century old. That makes me feel very old. While I didn't remember this came out, I do remember seeing it in the theaters. There was that five to seven year period starting in the late 90s of that risque high school college films like American Pie, Van Wilder, Varsity Blues, Can't Hardly Wait. Ethan Embry was much more palatable than that compared to (laughs) Empire Records. I agree with you. The list is pretty substantial. Would this actually be considered a subgenre? Nonetheless, I was fresh out of college when this came out. I attended most uh, more of the of a commuter college and didn't live the college life on campus. Most of my friends and I lived a parallel life in houses and apartments, lots of partying, lots of drinking. So to me, while this wasn't a real life portrayal, I did feel like it hit close to home. I really enjoy this this time in the movies. While this won't make anyone's gotta see list and others like it were serviceable, fun to watch films with your buddies. Nostalgically, I look back at this time of movies and my life really fondly. So I give this movie a rating higher than I really should and go 7.4. So when we look at all of us minus Sean, that's going to be a 7.97, which is actually pretty high. That's in the 29th spot. That is right below Lethal Weapon, right above St. Elmo's Fires, how we feel about this nostalgically. That makes sense. Wow. But you know what we do? We strip it away. We move on to a modern day rating 24 years later to see if it actually does I, do some good stuff. This is almost a quarter century old. Yeah. Fucked up. Do you think they will do a 25th anniversary release? It's going to be an IMAX, dude. <laughs> it's going to be an IMAX. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, that's what I need to see, an IMAX. <laughs> well, to do that, we got to get started. We got to learn all the important details of the movie. Sean, that's your job. What do you got, man? Produced by Daniel Goldberg, Joe Medjuk. And Ivan Reitman, written by Todd Phillips and Scott Armstrong. Cinematography by Mark Irwin. He's been on the show before. He's done a lot of work with Cronenberg, like with The Fly. Uh, He did the Blob remake, uh, RoboCop 2. He did Dumb and Dumber and Scream. Music by Michael Simpson and directed by Todd Phillips. He's the guy that did Joker. Yes. Ah. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Cast Breckenmeyer, Sean William Scott, Amy Smart, Paolo Costanzo, DJ Qualls, Rachel Blanchard. Anthony Rapp, Fred Ward, Andy Dick, Ethan Supley, 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 mm. Horatio Sands, Ellen Albertini, Dow, Edmund Lindeck, and Tom Green. Bring it. Filming took place on October 16th, 1999, and concluded on December 27th of that year. Rachel Blanchard was told to dye her hair red for the film, saying that it would take away from Amy Smart, who had blonde hair, blue eyes. Phillips also stated there can only be one hot blonde in the film. That's true. That was a 2000s formula. Okay, only so one hot blonde. Only one hot blonde. Gotcha. Zach Galifianakis auditioned for Barry. Fuck. 
I would have wanted that. It would have. This would have been a ten for you. Why? Not? Well, I it would have because I I was already knowing Zach Galifianakis at this point. Yeah. You know, like his stand up. And that what's crazy to me though is I'm glad it didn't happen because this would have really elevated his career. He would have been wait because he would have been. Um, which role was he going to play? Barry, uh, Barry. Tom Green. Tom yeah, Green. like like I love Tom Green in this, and it needed to be Tom Green. But if if Zach Galifianakis would have done it, it would have blown him up, and he wasn't quite ready for it yet. I love that it was Hangover that did it. Yeah, because that came out of nowhere for yeah. me. So, but I would have loved to have seen an alternate universe. Also, Todd Phillips. Yeah, weird. Out cold was my Zach Galifianakis. Yep. We talked about it when oh, we did yeah. out, out cold. But at the same time, it wasn't his blowout. Like no, no. Yeah, I, I think it gave him that platform. Yeah, and then and then, but I'll be honest with you guys. Give me that deep fake. Mm-hmm. Give me that deep fake. Of Zach Galifianakis as Barry. Pumping a mom yes. on the grass. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll get into it, I think. But I think like Zach Galifianakis auditioning for this probably got him the role later on I would you know, to, sure. to work with Todd Phillips. But I really think that it could have been anybody. I think Tom, Tom Green, to me, in this movie, seems like he was just Tom Green at the time. So they had him in a movie. Yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't really do any. He's let's just Tom him, Green. Let's put him front and center on our movie poster. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I feel like they, it was just like a, a kind of a he was around in in the zeitgeist, so we need to cast him. Well, Tom know. Green, if you know much about his history, I was a huge Tom Green fan. He was doing the Tom Green show in right. Canada in like the late '90s, and then in '99, MTV picked it up, mm. and the Tom Green show was huge yeah. in 1999. If you ever saw that, so it, you're right. They basically just go, "Yeah, you do. You be here. We'll write a part for you. Yeah. You're in the movie." Because the whole. Uh, Walking around campus thing really doesn't have to be a part of the story. No, doesn't. You could just be like, "Here's the story." Yeah. Although when we get to it, I I, I do like it. Uh, Crispin Glover was originally cast as Jacob. Are you serious? That seems he seems way older for that part. Way too old for that part. Yeah. Anthony Rapsart. Yeah, I would. Still would be great. Road Trip was released on May nineteenth, two thousand, and on a budget of sixteen million, the film made one hundred and nineteen point eight million at the box office and spawned a spiritual sequel in Euro Trip. Wow, love that. Well, thanks, Sean. We got to move on to AJ now. We got to learn about the critics and the fans and what their ratings and reviews are. What do you got? (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? What do you say? It's not funny. It's called a transition. What do you got? What do you got? Usually you say, what What do you you got, man? (laughs) What do you got, man? (laughs) There's the mic. Uh, It's early. Well, we're not talking about Tom Green. We're talking about Tom Red with the Tomato Beater. That's your best one, bro. Thanks, man. Joke's on you guys. It is Tom Green because it is splat 57%. 57 kids of all the movies we've done that is tied with Top Gun, The Cutting Edge, and Mall Rats. Per the critics, per how the, they feel. Per the critics, the I mean, audience feel a little bit better at 65%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, IMDb is going to give us 6.5. And if you know anything about IMDb, a, anything below a 7 is garbage. Right. And uh, 6.5 is getting us really close to the bottom. That is tied with Last Action Hero, Twister, and Basketball. Per the fans, Twister and basketball and last action here and last action here. Yep, that's great company. I yep. really feel like that's a great night of movies. I know, like you and your friend just go down in his basement <laughs> and you all you all looked up six point fives on IMDb and you all said everybody pick one and don't say it till you get here. Dude, that's yeah. a, that is a. <laughs> 
Did we so just did that we is, okay, every, every, night? Yes, okay. The three of us are going to have a movie night, and each of us have to bring a 6.5 or whatever right. it is. A, a, it has to be between 5.5 and 6. In, to in IMDb Kamikaze Night. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh, yes. Let's go, Discord. I think I think we're on to something here for uh, top five movies. That's top fun. five oh. movies between five and six on IMDb. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> a great That's a great one. There's a lot of golden gems. I'm saying a lot of golden people are idiots. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't like it. How about uh, uh, the New York Daily News um, as opposed to Weekly News? uh, Seventy-five out of a (laughs) hundred said that. (laughs) What? 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 Martha trip today. (laughs) So not a lot happening in New York today. But this movie came out. The jokes, fast and furious enough to satisfy both teens and intrepid parents, are far funnier than they are raunchy. I disagree. Uh, Rolling Stone said, as long as green is on screen, which is not nearly enough, Road Trip is easy to get revved up about. They gave it a 70 out of 100. 7 out of 10. That was Peter Travers, our boy. Peter Peter Travers. Why do I love that name so much? I know, right? Chicago Tribune just said degenerates in a slow moving game of connect the gross outs. That's fun. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um uh guys on our discord the little Lebowski uh urban achievers we had a couple people give us some input there. Uh Jarrett Layoff did give us some great feedback here. How the heck is Road Trip rated better than Chill Factor? <laughs> Come on guys. That's not cool. Yeah, you're a big fan of Chill Factor. <laughs> Ski? You, got, you got to be offended by that. Cuba? <laughs> Come on. Non-scream ski? <laughs> Non-scream Your favorite ski. It's hard to say. He's, he's, he's much closer to Jericho <laughs> skeet than he is scream skeet. You know <laughs> In that one. So, I don't know how. Chill factor skeet. Chill factor <laughs> Skeet chill factor over it's coming pure, down. Pure distilled skeet. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> oh. Stop saying skeet. People just call him that. <laughs> That's his I name, dude. I stop saying it's it. It's one of those names that like you have to say his whole name. Like, oh, you, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. you don't walk around <laughs> yeah. saying skeet in Cuba. No. You go, there you there go. are certain people that you have to call them their whole oh, name. Oh, dude, Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. is going to be here. Why'd you say his whole name? Tom Cruise. Yeah. Katie Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tom's going to be here. Yeah. You can't Tom? say Tom. Uh, no. Tom and Katie are coming. Yeah. What? Great. <laughs> Who? That's every every couple on earth is Tom and Katie. <laughs> you didn't say Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes were coming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were pretty casual about that in the beginning of this conversation. Uh, <laughs> guys, uh, uh, Luke Dawson did say, uh, you've seen one of these, you've seen them all. It's an American Pie knockoff with C-casting. Uh, he never saw it, but nostalgia is basically why dick jokes are only funny. Uh, in your 40s, if you've ever heard them before. So <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. That's why Dick I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, skeet, skeet. This is a viewer rating. Um, Hagicide on December 25th of 2002. On Christmas, he had nothing better to do <laughs> than rate Road Trip <laughs> two years later. Per, like, maybe not even perhaps watched it. He's, he just like, felt the need. Maybe he watched it like a week ago. Either and then on Christmas, he's like, you know what? He, this is one of two people. Either it's somebody who's like, oh, before I head out to family Christmas, I better rate this movie. <laughs> or it's like, my family doesn't even like, I don't like hanging out with my family, so I'm going to stay in my room and write write a review for yeah. a road trip. 
not as funny as a root canal, but cheaper. That's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> they're going to love that. <laughs> All that build up too. It was just, just that. I feel bad for him almost. Warning spoilers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you started out with just wow. Uh, I just I just watched this movie for the first time after many friends and I for, uh, many friends I formally respected recommended. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. I don't respect you anymore because you that's recommended that's Road Trip. That's why he's alone on Christmas. Dude, we're gonna lose a lot of respected fans because we're watching Road Trip. <laughs> to be honest, it wasn't all bad. Just the parts that Tom Green had anything at all to do with. Mr. Green is as funny as Will Ferrell doing his taxes while watching Ishtar in a burning orphanage on the Titanic. That is a mouthful. What? Lisa, what? Hey, <sighs> Lisa's creative, and I would watch that. So yeah, we've got the burning orphanage on the Titanic. Well, at least it sank to put it out, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chase. Um, <laughs> he is to comedy what Stephen Hawking is to comedy. His brand of humor is for those people. Yeah, I know. It's for those people who use this phrase like book learning and found Animal House and Police Academy too far too cerebral and uppity. He's really trying on this. Yeah. His success can only be explained by way of speculation that he has made some sort of deal with Satan. Undoubtedly, that Tom Green will be given fame and riches on the condition that he will that he never set foot in hell, as I'm sure even Satan's standards for humor are higher than this. Sorry, was I ranting just then? I feel so cleansed. On the rest of the movie, it's about fucking time. <laughs> Jesus. On the rest of the movie, predictable, yes, but not without a few laughs. Many of the many of these are provided at the expense of taste. Uh but anyone who watches this movie should be expecting that based on the familiar teen movie cast. Check your standards at the door. Don't get me wrong. I don't consider this movie to be a waste of time. It gave me a chance to work on my Tom Green effacy. I really I'm, I just want to thank you for bringing that to the world, man. I want to thank you for getting that into the world. No one's ever written it's, that much about Road Trip. No. Or Tom Green. No. I don't, I wanted, I just wanted to bring it out. It's the only one that I wanted to do. And uh, I feel like it started strong. And then he could have just left all that Tom Green at the door with his standards. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. um, now all of us are now dumber yep. for having listened. So you're welcome, guys. Thanks, man. I think that's a perfect start to road trip. My friends, I was in college when this movie came out. I spent a lot of money on eating unhealthy foods. If only our sponsor, sponsor Hello Fresh America's number one meal kit would have been around back then. It would have saved me some money, made me eat healthier food, and maybe I would have actually been able to impress that girl from my philosophy class. Nice. I've been receiving a HelloFresh box every single week for the month of January, and it's been pivotal in helping me save money by delivering boxes packed with pre-portioned farm-fresh ingredients right to my doorstep so I don't have to spend ungodly amounts of money on delivery, takeout, or eating in restaurants every day. On top of that, they save me time by allowing me to stop making all those trips to the grocery store that I don't have any time for, and it means less hassle and less wasted food. I've never felt more confident about asking you great listeners to join me on something 
something. These tasty meals that you pick out ahead of time are easy to make and are ready to be eaten in six simple steps. Each week, there are 45 dinner options to choose from and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle. If I can do it, anyone can. You'll feel like a hero by saving your household money on top of becoming a master chef who makes delicious meals for your loved ones. At first, I was skeptical about meal kits. There's no way I could possibly make these meals, have them taste good. Fast forward to two nights ago, I made taqueria chicken bowls with spicy corn esquites, sour cream, hot sauce, and cilantro. Skeet Ulrich? With a side of Ulrich, huh? Side of a... Spicy corn esquites. <laughs> they say breakfast is more is the most important meal of the day, and HelloFresh agrees. In fact, new thing for all of our listeners today, they're giving our subscribers free breakfast for life. That means you'll enjoy a totally free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery that is worth waking up early for. Go to HelloFresh.com slash ConfusedBreakfastFree. Use code ConfusedBreakfastFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item bo- one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash ConfusedBreakfastFree with code ConfusedBreakfastFree. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Mm, yes. I'm hungry. Well, listeners, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. This is it, right here. This is what we're talking about. I'm going to give you a good episode today. Tell you as much as, as much as you need to know, plus a, plus a whole lot, actually. So this is the main part of the podcast. You'll be getting used to this section of the show. This is sort of where you congregate with your friends, and you love to listen to a review on a movie, and you... Come in around me, everyone. Come in. Come in around oh, me. Yeah. Don't straggle. We're here, we're here. I've had problems with stragglers before. They get lost in our vast library of episodes. They get hit by trucks. Okay? It's not pretty. Unleash the fury, Mitch. Here we go. So scene one, a college student, Barry, gives a tour of Ithaca College to prospective students and their families and begins to tell a story about his friend Josh Parker and his girlfriend Tiffany Henderson, who are trying a long distance relationship. Josh has become insecure when Tiffany won't answer his phone call, so he records a videotape for her and asks his friend Ruben to mail it in the morning. Josh's ancient philosophy professor tells him he needs a B-plus on his midterm to pass the class. Josh's best friend, E.L., convinces Josh to go after Beth, who's in love with him, much to the chagrin of his ancient philosophy, T.A. Jacob. After E.L.'s party that night, Josh and Beth escape to his room and record themselves having sex on his camcorder. Fuck yeah, dude. This, this movie was produced by DreamWorks. Wow. Does that surprise you? Yeah. Really, though? Yes. What I mean, what is DreamWorks? Basically DreamWorks, just, just putting out the most popular movies it can? Mostly kind of thing? known for, like, Spielberg stuff and, like, uh, you know, uh, Wonderment movies like that. Big, like, almost PG movies. This one flew under the radar with A little them. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think they just gave this movie money and were like, we could we could see some return on this, perhaps. Fuck it. Let's try. And they did. I, 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 <laughs> it worked. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the uh, 25th anniversary box set is going to be produced by OnlyFans yeah. because this is the start of it. <laughs> Pretty uh, much, right? <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. So I'm, I know. Do you guys do you guys like, uh, I, I just like all the people that Barry is interacting with. Uh, like uh, You like uh, the tour that he's given? I, I love the tour that he's given. So you don't feel, because I on rewatch I was kind of like, 
you know, this really doesn't, none of this has to be part of the movie, but you're saying I very much enjoy this. I mean, if I was a part of this tour, I'd be, I'd be in the same feelings and boat, I guess. As for, you would hate him at first and yeah. then you'd eventually you'd sign up to go to school there. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, d- guaranteed. I mean, I, you know, if, if, if Josh can do it, maybe I can do it. You do know? you think, uh, let's just throw this out there. I've never been a person that gives tours of a university, but let's pretend it's commission based. Oh. Let's pretend that he gets paid based on how many people actually like leave him a good review and actually sign up to go to school there and apply. Yeah. Maybe Tom Green made up this whole story. Yeah. Maybe this is just his sick, weird, made up story that he concocted so that he can always just he's got a high conversion rate on people and like getting them involved and wanting to sign up for school. So these these people actually don't exist except in his brain. Yeah, he's not he doesn't have any friends. He's like 40 years old. Yeah, he's he's like he's uncool Van Wilder. Yes. Is basically who Barry is, right? Uncool Van Wilder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Unattractive, uncool Van Wilder. Yeah, very he, creepy. Yeah. Van Wilder's not giving tours. He's throwing parties. Right? Yeah, and, and Van Wilder's very elegant, and he can, he can get right. people on board with his talking. Right. Tom Green's just like, what? He's like, I still go here, apparently. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> just not leaving school. Yeah. Just have a job here now. He's been there for eight years, is what so he says. <laughs> Uh, I, I do like this. Uh, it's I, I describe it as like, a, this is a great story I have to tell you kind of movie. Yeah. You know, and then... Does that draw you in yeah, when that I, aspect happens? I liked where he's like, oh, well, let me tell you about this story that I uh, was a, a little bit of a part of. And then the movie proceeds to tell you the story, you know, and then interjects with him throughout the movie. Yeah. I like that a lot. And you can have fun with that, too. And I think the movie kind of plays with it a little bit. Where they're like, oh, well, you can't insert tits on everybody <laughs> in, in the scenes of your story, you know? Like, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a cool kind of device and to, to frame this whole movie around. And, yeah. It's fun. I, I think it gets you into it. If you if it didn't, it would just um, it would just start with, I mean, where he begins the story and no one's really narrating it to you, right? True. So, well, and then there's the question of you have Tom Green's character as a narrator. Is this actually happened? That's, that's like, has I, this actually happened? This right. is what makes me think that uh, this script did not have this kind of device uh, when, when it was first written. Yeah. And then Tom Green was a thing. And they're like, okay, well, we have Tom Green. Let's throw him in here somehow. And they wrote this yeah. kind of thing. Is Tom Green, a, he was basically like the, the, Going into two thousands version of like a Polly Shore, yeah, yeah. I mean that's he's basically like the next what he version was. of Polly Shore. Polly Shore got got some of his fame from MTV, and then he kind of grew off of that. And they were like, let's let's get him in movies and like use that his him as a device on these movies. And Tom Green happened that and to get people happened. in the butts butts in right. the seats, kind of a thing. Yeah, it's like he he only had like one or two movies that he was actually ever a a focal point yeah. or like a main character on, but they still like this. They put him on the front of the cover of the movie I'm glad and the you poster. He's I'm the main you, character. Uh, yeah. Like you he's look the main character. Yeah. Well, he's the selling point really yeah. at this yeah. point. Uh, I'm glad you said that. I was trying to think of like today's equivalent of that. 
Yeah. Like the guy, the internet star who becomes an yeah. actor or some shit. Yeah. I can't think of one. Pauly Shore is perfect. Well, and, and he has a very similar arc, right? People love loved Pauly Shore so much, and then they started hating him. Yeah. There's too much Pauly Shore. Same thing happened with Tom Green. I know a lot of people out there that never really liked Tom Green, but the majority of people were like, ah, he's so funny. Mm-hmm. When yeah. he did his, like, you know, bump, my bum is on the chair, and you're like, this is fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. this is so funny. <laughs> oh, man. And then and then you get spoon-fed too much of it, and then people hate you. Yeah. And, and I know a lot of people dislike Tom Green, and it's because of how much he got pushed. But again, I feel the same way about Tom Green as I do Paulie Shore, that both of them were fucking geniuses. And and unfortunately, we don't view them that way sometimes because it's like they had their thing yeah. and they got pushed so hard. Yeah. But but Tom Green's fucking hilarious. There's no one else like Paulie Shore or Tom Green. No. And like it's yeah. when they're in movies, they're doing their thing and yeah. they get hired to do their thing, their which thing. people really like at the time, you know, and yeah. I think it's great. Why not? Yeah, Daddy, would you like some sausage? (laughs) Yeah, like you talk about movies like Freddy Got Fingered and stuff like that. I mean, Polly Shores was probably like son-in-law. Yeah, very much. You know what I mean? So I I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty fun. I do I do think that honestly, you could have just had Tom Green narrating this without um, without the tours. Where he was just a buddy, but he was just a buddy, and but he, that's the he was the outside him, yeah. person, and yeah. he's narrating what he sees. Yeah, and it, it would have made sense, but then at the same time, it's like, well, why is he narrating this? So it's fun, and I like it, and I also think it makes for a great joke uh, later on that I'll like we'll we'll get to, but um, but yeah, long distance relationships. Have you guys ever done a long distance relationship? Nope. Kind Furthest of. I ever did was like Cedar Rapids to Iowa City, and yeah, yeah, it's it's impossible. Yeah, it's like. I don't know. There, maybe maybe there's a thing about it. Like if you are literally days away from each other, not like an hour, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. maybe it does make it more sacred. But it's like, no, yeah, it's just an hour away. Like, I don't know. It's just even worth it. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know. We're like four hours away. Is it, is it even realistic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> During a pandemic. Yeah. Is that even like realistic? Right, right. <laughs> you know? the, well, in these movies, like, it's so wild for me to think that I will show this to like Willa someday. Let's say she's she's in high school and, <laughs> yeah. and we want to watch this. And for her to not be able to understand the world that this took place in. The, yeah. This is one of those many movies where a cell phone would change this whole movie. Like everyone having cell phones, this movie doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Because of the idea that people don't understand, you, we didn't have cell phones. You had to call landlines and leave vo- messages on mm-hmm. phones. And that's why <laughs> that's the whole catalyst for this movie is that he can't get a hold of his girlfriend. Right. And imagine this like, yeah. even having your cell phone, you would just record a video on your yes. cell phone and send it through yeah. SMS where he has to. Make a tape. I was and just saying. It mail mail. It. And this is not like this is not this happened. Yeah. I mean, going down and like writing, like going down to a computer lab. You didn't even have a computer in your oh room. My gosh. And yeah, typing in a long labs. email to your girlfriend or this girl you like. And then like having to wait like maybe a day to get a response on it. <laughs> yeah. Because she didn't have a chance to get to her computer lab at her college. Right. Like what? S- the, that- Snail mailing a, a VHS like you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And, and think about this. I know, I know that. Okay, we still have video cameras, yeah. obviously, right? Like, but at the same time, it's like, wait, what's he, what's he doing? And like, kind of like, <sighs> record. Okay, okay. Because you, you can't only edit. Got so it. Much There's tape. no editing software. You gotta be really point. ready. Yeah, you can't just be like, oh, oh, shoot, my phone. Oh no, I'll just. 
I'll I don't just like the lighting. One and then I'll just, just do pan. another one. Okay, I'll just do that again. It's like, no, you're sitting there getting ready to like record a, a tape and like all these little things. The idea of just having a, a videotape recorder is foreign. Another, it's not. It, it would be digital now. Yeah. Another take would have to be like if you wanted to be. Like, oh well, I'll just delete that one. Oh. That would be the version of rewind it. Yeah, and then you tape over what you, you just have to filmed. Tape over it. Yeah, <laughs> and and like that's what you have to do to go through it. Oof. Yeah, it's it's just nuts. I mean, if this movie happened today, it would be this. He'd be like texting his girlfriend, man. Hey, get back to me. I haven't heard from you in a couple hours. And then she's like, oh, sorry, my grandpa died. I'll, I'll call you later tonight. Yeah. Yep. And then he'd be like, okay, cool. I'm and still then, dating this girl, and I'm not going to bang <laughs> super hot Amy Smart. Yep. Because yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a relationship. No no movie continues. There's no movie. That, that's the end of the movie. There's no movie. <laughs> yep. How do you make this movie modern day? Like, what would be the reason where he would have to go to, to his girlfriend, you know, 10 states away? What would be the reason... Like, what's the catalyst there? You can't really do this. I mean, it would be the continuation of, like, like no texts and no callbacks and stuff. The only thing that would have happened on her side is my phone broke, and I couldn't get to... Uh, oh, no, so let me pull out my iPad Biden. real quick, real quick yep. and uh, I'll email you. Oh, oh her, wait, I remember uh, I can text technically on my iPad, too, because it's connected to my iPhone. There <laughs> was a fire in her dorm, Okay, and that destroyed all of communication right 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 but then the news happens it's like yeah and uh, in other news uh down at austin university a big fire broke out and uh it's really causing a lot of hect- like a headache for students and their parents we're the we're the news so here's a bunch of scary stuff that you need to be worried about yeah. it'd be top it'd be top story it'd be top story and then he'd be like and then he'd be like in ithaca oh, like oh wow that's crazy Oh, that's probably why that I'm not hearing from her. Yeah, I hope okay. she's okay. I, uh, but yes. And the movie oh, would oh take, they said nobody was hurt in the process. Okay, oh, cool. great. The movie would take place entirely just on their phones. Like it would just, <laughs> they, would, they, would, they would screen cap, no cap, dude, fucking for real. It would just be, you know, like, hey, bae, sup? What, why you, what, W-Y-D, bae? Dick pick. Dick pick. Um, oh, shit. For real, FR in real life, I my dorm caught fire. Oh shit, that's fire. That's no cap, bro. <laughs> LOL out loud. The fire end. dog. Are they gonna cancel some classes? That's cool. <laughs> like, that's that's pretty cap. If you ask me, dude. The whole thing would be on their phone because you see those television shows now where it is like it's like they're doing the text thing and it's like it, and then it shows up on the screen yeah and then it shows the bubble and like most of the anxiety of, <laughs> you sound like the signs aliens but most of the anxiety would come from this fire happened in the middle of her typing something and the bubble just stays consistent or no, and eventually it disappears <laughs> Zoom in on the eyes looking at the phone. <laughs> but, okay, I, and I don't want to be that guy uh, because like it, this is not how I feel, but you can understand why there's a nostalgia for the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. It's because yeah. of moments like this where like the spontaneity of being like, Fuck, we're going on a trip. We gotta go on a trip. We don't even know how to get there. Like, we gotta read this map, and uh, like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, like, like there is some beautiful nostalgia to to the what you had to go through back then, dude, to go on a road trip. Yeah. If it would have been or to save a relationship, if it could have been two years later, like, or just say like one year later, 
and they did have to go to a computer lab, they could have, the best they could have done is map quested map quest. the, the directions. Yeah. Which is still a map. It's not telling you where to go. Oh, right. yeah. No. We, we map quested to get to a concert in Milwaukee once, and the last direction was turn right on 7th Street. We turned right on 7th Street. It was a dead end at the river in yep. a very questionable neighborhood. Yep. And then we're Oof. like, well, now what do we do? And then somebody <laughs> knocks on the door, says, what can I do for you? Yes. And that was yeah. a very scary time yeah. in your life. No um, one knows what that feels like. And Rerouting. Re- and in... Re- <laughs> Rewriting. We'll call the cops. <laughs> in reality, the only person in this movie in college who could have possibly had a cell phone would have been Kyle. Because okay, he true. had a credit card and, yeah. his, yep. and his parents gave him a car for, for it, too. So he's the only one probably who could have, would have had a cell phone potentially. He might have had one. Just you never didn't know. bring it along. Hit right. me uh, with a prop. Prop, huh? Ooh, here's a prop. I know what you want. God is awesome shirt. Oh, that's pretty Fuck sweet, yeah, dude. Man. Just God is awesome. <laughs> God is awesome. I'm not, a, not ironically at all. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, no, it's that's great. Yeah, Mike. Uh, so actually, you go first, and I want to because I want to start us on a different path here. I am almost, I was almost positive. Sean was going to take this, so I'm going to take it now. But it's uh, Andy Andy Dick's character's bolo tie. <laughs> it's an arrowhead with a scorpion in it. <laughs> it's pretty tight. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's going to take that. I was like, I'm going to take it now. Actually, no, I'm going to save. I'm going to save what I wanted to go into until the next scene. But I want uh, I want the piece of French toast that was in Horatio Sands' bottle. <laughs> Are you going to put it in a shadow box? Then? Fuck yes, dude! It looks tasty. <laughs> oh, it does. We'll get to that oh, later. Anthony Rapp as uh, like the kind of. Good. The kind of uh, bully, I guess, or like the antagonist ish oh, of the yeah. movie is weird to see. It isn't it sad it's that so Jacob. this is his second movie that he's been in that we've done, yeah, yeah. and he just plays the worst character in in every movie. <laughs> like it's a bit of a typecast, but like I hate him in Dazing and Views. I mean, and I hate him in this, and that's a testament to his acting, right? Yeah. Or is it just he just got one I mean, of those he's, faces? He's the intellectual. Okay, no, I'm not pushing uh, it. No, yeah. Yeah. no, he's the intellectual, okay. like you know, well, Abe Lincoln's yeah. beard guy. And, How come and girls days, don't like me? Days confused. Yeah, and in this, he's you know, I love his line where he's, "I saw you hitting on Beth." Not a good idea. Not a good idea. That's <laughs> like that's a like, hell of a what? way to say it, to get like another male to back off your yeah. potential suitor. You know? Yeah. Oh, not a good idea. It's not like a good yeah, idea. I can't take you seriously, or 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 tough. In that shirt with that jacket, I can't. <laughs> and I'm that sorry. Face. And that face, those glasses, that hair—it makes sense. You ended up in a cult. I honestly, I do think it would be a lot like really fun that um, uh, Tony from Dazed and Confused would have become Jacob. God damn, <laughs> it's that would have been sweet. It's just like ten years too long, you know. Yeah. But if it was like Dazed and Confused was the '80s, he totally could have been. If yeah. It was '89. He would be Jacob. In. The same, like the, the fan theory of that together. Yeah. Yeah. Sabrina really <laughs> fucked him up. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was never going to work out. No. We all know that. No. No. Way. Uh, are we too auctioning off women yet? Uh, I mean, yeah, we're we're at the party. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, auctioning uh. off girls. And I, you, you had mentioned like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to show Willow this movie. I suggest probably not. Like, I mean, I said when she's a, older, I, maybe now is, is better to be honest. <laughs> she forgets it's about more it. to be like, hey, babe, look how weird we were back then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, uh, no cap. Y- you were <laughs> no cap, dog. Uh, look, <laughs> no cap. look how mad we mad. We disrespected women back then. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is pretty crazy. I mean, it is funny, but it is just like, oh, but I can tell you, I'm, I've never, ever. There's two things that I've never experienced. I was in college for five years, and a lot of people go and I went to a lot for five years. I went to a lot of parties, 
never once and we see this trope in movies so often this this sort of organized yeah. thing of whether it's an auction or teen wolf where they're doing like this pick from a hand yeah. i never once saw anyone be able to organize some fun games at a party and two never once have i ever seen a live band Playing in a house party, especially a ska yeah, band, true. you don't yeah. have room for that. Never, no PA's. Obviously, there's never PA's. No one's PAs. having a conversation while that's happening. No, there's mean, no way. You mean to tell me that you've got a trombone player in that house party? <laughs> or a <laughs> sorry, <laughs> somebody's getting hit. Yes, he's yeah. not going to beer out of somebody's hand. Ah, you know, hey, like, what's up, man? <laughs> what the fuck? It's just like it's like yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, dang it! <laughs> man, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. <laughs> it's, like, oh. it's not happening. And uh, but there's if I have to, I had to ask also, were dorms like this though too? Uh, not to yeah. stray away from the party, but I want to come back to it. But were dorms really like this too? Like, yeah, I I think so. Um, like you know, the dorm I stayed in was only a two person dorm, but yeah. there was another dorm on campus that was very much a a multiple people all in one big room kind of a thing. And from my experience, the the act of everyone just always being in your room was completely. That is very true of what college life is. You just especially as a open and just, just your door is always out. open. I, I, and people are always in and out of it. I went to like visit some friends, like in you know, it was like our first year in college or second year, and everybody went to different colleges or whatnot, and kind of in the you know within like a two hour radius, right? So you go and visit them, and like I never saw dorms like that. Yeah. That like people had like. Oh yeah, tons of room to spread out and beanbag chairs and like <laughs> oh a TV in the corner with a mini fridge wow. and like it's like I mean that's really not that bad if you actually get along with your roommate you know it seems and, like they do and we don't really know who lives in the room it right? looks like Ruben and Josh and Ruben maybe yeah like, okay are in the same room together because like Ruben's very much like kind of studying and, and his, he's got his, his snake, snake yeah. yeah and his snake so but going Mitch. back. Man, Mitch. Mitch. What a the great snake. name for a snake. Um, I want to have a collar that says Mitch. <laughs> going back to like EL's party at his house, it's like I went to some frat, like a frat party, like at a couple of these, like in different colleges. And you're right. How do you put this stuff together? And how do you get women agreed to agree to be raffled off? Yeah. It's just part of the Auctioned it's off. just part of the the thought process. I think it's what we think colleges are like. I, and I think a lot of this audience might have been technically for high schoolers, right? Like sure. maybe oh, yeah. you think this is what college is going to be like. I think anywhere from about 15, 16 years old to like 22 years old was probably the audience of this. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And then yeah, right next to that and including it just said Mike Schulte. <laughs> Mike Schulte's gonna love this. He's gonna love this shit. You know who I did love? I I'm I still am to this day, and I still feel like he falls in the category a little bit of of Pauly Shore and Tom Green, but Sean William Scott, I still love him so much in every, and I love this American Pie dude. Where's my car? American Pie Two Road Trip. He's the he's the guy. But I, Final I, Destination. Yes. Come on. I mean, he he had that was all in a two year span. All of those movies were. He was on a rocket ship, and he's the same guy. His confident nature, his strut, his kind of like huh. his little smirk with that, his that eyes, shit eating smirk. Yeah, yeah. like it, it is. It's Stifler. It's Stifler, but it's like different versions of Stifler. Yeah. And because honestly, it is Stifler who was in high school, just went to college. It's exactly and that's what, what it was. and that's exactly what would have happened. 
he would have still been cool and probably like, you know, at this point in his college career. It's a lot of fun. And I actually, for some reason, I think it's because he's not such a, as much of like an actual jerk. He actually has some like nice redeeming qualities yeah, in this for the movie. the most part. That I really do like his character in this movie. And he is very free spirited and like, he literally says, the years of our youth are slipping away. You know, <laughs> Before you like, know we're going to turn 40. I'm like, yeah. you all look like you're 40. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then we're and then we're gonna be like role models. Uh, it's like, so, but I do really like him in this. I think he's a great driving force for like all the characters. He's he's a very big push. He is. for a lot of these characters, including Kyle, who we will we'll meet soon. Yeah, but he's a great push for them, and especially just like you know, live your life. I gotta say though, Josh is he hasn't heard from Tiffany in four days. What is it? Three days? Three four days? And he's just like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> She's <laughs> but, fuck it. Like, this is this is college, three years man, or something. This is college. Like your one friend can literally push you over the edge yeah. on anything. Like, uh, dude, just for reference, my my best bud Dilavu, who's listening to this, like we lived in a house with him, and he had to wake up. Dilavu, Dilavu, his last name's Dilavu. Okay, uh, we were doing what we call wait, uh, wait. We were waging war on pain. Okay. which means just sit on a couch all day long and ingest whatever you need to ingest and drink whatever you need to drink and just have fun Great. and just kill the pain of the world off, you know? And he like, he came down the steps with a bag. He's like, I got to go home for Easter weekend to see my fa- or Thanksgiving. And we're like, skip it. He's like, guys, I got to go. It's family. We're like, skip it. He goes, all right. No. <laughs> like it, you, you just, all you need is one little nudge from a friend but that in, was in why, this era. Like he should have snuck out the window. You know, the, he knew if he passed you guys that he wasn't going to fucking yes. go to his family. Dude, should know. Josh, Josh should not be going to this party. He knows that, uh, what's Amy Smart's character? Sorry. Um, Claire, Beth, Beth. Beth. He knows Beth is going to be there. He knows <laughs> they're going to be drinking, yeah. he, but he, he knows that if he goes there, what he wants is going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. so it's, it's just that young mind mentality. I mean, you don't, what did I hear the other day? You don't, your brain does not fully mature till tw- like 25. Like that's the oh, truth. Yeah. That's the truth in college. Oh, you do fuck. some dumb shit. If you can't make, make it some past, dumb decisions, it, it's like freshman year. It's only going to take like one time of you being like, nah, dude, skip it. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, I will. And then like sophomore, it's going to be like two times. Like, no dude, skip it, skip it. All right, fine. And then like, as you get older, it's going to be like three times. If you can junior year, you're gonna be like, no, a third time. You're gonna be like, dude, we're hanging out here. You need to skip going to Easter. And then you'd be like, all right, fine. I will. But I might have to, I might still try to make it down. Yeah, senior yeah. year is when you finally make it past the rule of three. And you can, if you can make it past the rule of three, you're like, no, no, no. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. You can make I'll it see anywhere. You tomorrow. And because you also have, yeah. you also have the Iowa goodbye to to, to contend with. Exactly. Because you're never getting out of that room. It's the Iowish. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'd like to what uh, he does like buy her or like successfully, yeah. like, you know, purchases her. Yeah. And uh, which is what you do. Yeah. As you do in college. They, yeah, just they, buy women. they get together and they're dancing and they like high five. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm worth twenty six dollars and uh, thirty to others. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck man! Like, what, what, what did, he says that like he's talking about that the the very first girl that that comes up and he's like, "Can I hear five dollars?" It's like three fifty. It's like Jesus, man. She's not, he's like, not, "She's not a piece of meat or something." Like I don't know what yeah. he says, but it's very funny. It's like God, come on. It's funny too. When, I mean, 
when he's like, 30. I said 30. Like, <laughs> I know. I, no, nothing else? You really? clearly heard. I said 30. He goes, yeah. Right here. 30. It's like, nobody else. $30. Like, Only $26 sold to my man, Josh. <laughs> Only Sean William Scott can pull that kind of vibe off. I don't know why. Yeah. I know. Like, I, I, I just, um, I, I, I'm glad that that's the way it goes down. And, uh, and I love his, his, their interaction, him, him and Jacob's pretty much only reaction uh, interaction in the movie is like you. You heard me say thirty. It's like I didn't hear anything. It's like either way, it wouldn't have been you're a, a fair, TA. You're a TA, students only. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, you gotta me. have your friend group has to include uh, any yell in it. It's that 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 tough guy, sort of cocky guy. Yeah. You have to have one of them. Uh, I yeah, I agree with you. Well, and before we move on, let's talk about uh, Amy Smart. I mean. I, I was I don't know about you guys, but I was in love with Amy Smart for for all the yeah. this was her era and all the stuff she did in in the probably about five six years there like a, a butterfly effect yes yeah. just friends this yes. I mean and she did have some reservations I don't know if you read that about showing her breasts in yeah. the film okay and Todd Phillips which makes me because Todd Phillips always plays the creepy guy in movies yeah so well, his own movies yeah so I always yeah. feel like he is creepy. So the fact that he like tried to convince her to do it feels creepy to me. But yeah. but he actually brought up Phoebe Cates in Fast Times at Ridgemont High but, and said that that was he he said remember Phoebe Cates that's my favorite nude scene of all time and she goes way, oh, okay the way yeah that doesn't seem very convincing no it's like it's my favorite nude scene how does Phoebe Cates we feel discussed about that it? as in there be like um, what we say with with that whole situation with Ridgemont High was. She didn't want to do it either, Phoebe Cates. And no. like, uh, or she didn't want to do there it. There was because, a lady looking down. And the crew. She's like, uh, if this goes well, there's going to be like 80 million people yes. seeing your tits. So that might have been like what he said, but it didn't seem like that with it what I read. It came out creepily. It's like, hey, my, one of my favorite scenes in movie history is the Phoebe Cates scene in Ridgemont High. If we see your boobs, like, maybe your, yours will be my just favorite. Just so you know, this I want this to be my favorite movie. I want this to be my new favorite scene yeah. in one of my, in my movie. <laughs> So, but I just buy, I just buy their, I buy Breck and Meyer and Amy Smart in this for some reason. They're pretty like, good. I, I feel like, like their chemistry is pretty awesome, and this scene is like very sexy. Um, just, I'm so just into like, Amy Smart. I, 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 think, mean, I think she's just... incredible. She's incredibly sexy in this movie. Yeah. Like she is incredibly just like gorgeous and like. How does she very not have much, a boyfriend already? Why is she going after Josh? Yeah, like very much like that that college crush, mm-hmm. you know, but a, a kind of college, you know, dream kind of scenario girl or whatever, and you're like. That is attainable, but not attainable. Yes. I don't know. Girl you know next story. I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. the vibe that she. We gets have off. to uh, give her credit with uh, the crank movies too. She's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. She's That's right. It was. It's crazy too. She's like, I want to try something new. You know. It's like, damn. Damn. You're at. You're at college. You were just bought and paid for. Yeah. <laughs> Now you're going to have sex with someone for the first time on camera for the first time where his friends are definitely going to watch this. Like college is all about bad decisions, but you're supposed to sparse them out. Yeah. Like (laughs) you're you're making, you're making like five of them right now. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I looked it up. Uh, twenty. Just to put everyone's peace, some peace of mind here. Twenty six dollars back then. <laughs> it's actually like forty five dollars. Okay, okay. So for a college bad. kid, that's not bad. That's a big, it's pretty, good. It's pretty good. Dude, we're talking about the era where like so, it's like dollar fifty Red Bull vodkas. You know, I, I mean, mean like, he could have gotten like like two <laughs> cases of beer for that, but instead he. He really went all out and got he, Amy Smart. He got he a got human a, being. A thirty pack of Keystone Light would have been like fourteen dollars. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> you got a Amy got, Smart is worth two thirty packs of Keystone. That's 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 about right. And that's, uh, that's wow, that's, and, man, I hate to say it, but and she a large is kind pizza. Of, she is kind of the Keystone light of of women. No, <laughs> no, she is you, not. You should definitely hate to say that because she is not. She, I'm just kidding. She is the Miller High Life. She okay. is the champagne. Okay. She is the champagne of college beers. <laughs> of college. Jesus. Okay. College and beer butterfly women. effect when she's all down and out. She's the Keystone okay. light. And I still beer. love her. But you know, I still love her at that part. She's, I'd, I'd still call her a natural woman, nat, natty ice. Natty light. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of alcohol, kids, we got to talk about our sponsor, Cedar Ridge Whiskey. I don't know if I told you this, but my wife, beautiful Molly, bought me an advent calendar of whiskey in December. Oh, yeah. Where it's this big box shows up, and there's like two ounces of, of a different whiskey for 25 days. Oh, yeah. You, you drink one, you read about it, you like make little notes on a thing, you oh, maybe I want to buy this again. I'm not going to lie to you. There was some delicious whiskey that came through here from all around the world, but I didn't buy I didn't buy a bottle of any of them because in our backyard is Cedar Ridge whiskey in Swisher, Iowa. They make the best whiskey I've ever had in my life, and I will continue to call them the best. They're winning awards all over the place. And if you have a whiskey lover in your life or you like whiskey, take it from us. Try some Cedar Ridge. You can get their flagship bourbon, which mm-hmm. is just perfect for making craft cocktails, uh, maybe even mixing it with some stuff. We we uh, we mixed it the other day with some lemonade and some Sprite. It was like, oh. fuck, it was delicious. A little grenadine in there. Uh, or you can grab their American Quintessential Single Malt, which is the best tasting single malt you've ever had. Put that on the rocks. Put that neat. However you mm. want to do it. I mean, that's that's a more of an... Of a, a higher taste level, like maybe yeah. your your normal whiskey guy is not going to like that, but your seasoned vet's going to love it. Or yeah. maybe you want to get crazy. Maybe you want that Slipknot uh, collaboration, Fuck the yeah, bottle dude. number nine that they combined rye and bourbon together. We think you should try it. We love it. They've sponsored this podcast for a very long time, and we would really appreciate it if you go check them out at cedarridgedistillery.com. Order some right to your door or check out your local distributor. Cedarridgedistillery.com. Cedarridgedistillery.com. So scene two, the next morning, Josh tells his friends that he slept with Beth. And when he goes to show the tape to his friends, they realize that Ruben accidentally mailed it to Tiffany. Just as Josh finds out that her grandfather had passed away, Josh, EL and Ruben decide to drive to Austin to intercept the videotape. And they ask Kyle to come along because he's the only one with a car. Barry stays behind to take care of Ruben's snake, Mitch. After leaving the interstate to take a shortcut, they find a small bridge collapsed. Instead of backtracking, they decide to jump it. They make it across, but the car is wrecked. Can I can I at least mention this to you? That if if we had a guitar in here, yeah. I would be able to sing and play you the entire Tiny Salmon song. Okay. Because this is right when I was learning. Uh-huh. How, this is right when I was learning how to play guitar in college, and this was part of my repertoire of songs that I would perform. Gorgeous, and people loved it. Yeah, oh, I bet. I, and I just love how El knows the song. <laughs> He's laying on his back, going ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but the salmon can only say, <laughs> and it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> like that. This is why you have Tom Green in this movie because you yeah. know he probably made that up on the spot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you would have had that moment without him in this movie. Yeah, you don't. You don't get it. it Zach Galifianakis wouldn't have made that song. You know what I mean? Correct. So yeah, I think I think you're 100 percent right. I like that. This is this is like the the moment after the night, the party. You know, the, the, the morning after that kind of thing. And Josh is just just glowing. 
Oh yeah, just, as you should be. Oh yeah, just absolutely go- glowing twice, twice last, last night and once this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like got some breakfast. So yeah, yeah, doing doing good. Doing just fine. Are we to are we to Kyle yet, or do we want to talk about like the whole video? I think you got to talk about the videotape here because it's a very funny moment. I love how El is cheering. And first of all, there's the moment of like, no, you don't let you don't watch this with your friends. You don't tell it. You don't even tell them about this. Yeah. Like I say, if it's you a very can make bit it. of a violation on, on uh, Beth's part as well. But also like, I don't want you watching this. It's yeah. pretty cavalier of Beth to just walk away from. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a lot of trust. I'm not saying like there's there's like she's like naive or anything. But at the same time, she awesome. knows what's going I to happen. This and I'm going to leave it in your dorm like. Where all your friends are going to hang out. Yeah. A dorm where, you know, they shoot things called uh, uh, Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. That's where where they do a lot of that. Where quite literally three is company in a dorm. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty, pretty jam packed. That's what I was saying. Like it was all these bad decisions all in one night, you know, and it's you trust this guy that you not just met, but you just fucked and did your first video with and then you leave it with him. It's not her first. You don't think? You know what? You think this is our first? Well, she does taping? say I've always wanted to try this. Try right? something yeah. new. Oh, well, I mean, how many guys have a videotape, ah, a, a video right. camera on, in their dorm? You know, he's rich. I mean, he's basically he's doing pretty good. <laughs> um, would you would you show okay. your friends? No, <laughs> yeah, no. You don't even hint at it. You don't even tell them that. And and like El, he, he goads it out of him pretty well. Yes, El's cheering like when it when they find out it's actually his video that he sent. El's like. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you said that because he understands. Is this what he- you've been sending to be- to, to <laughs> Tiffany? Oh, I think EO understands <laughs> that like that relationship needs to end. Yeah, and I think he's like, "Fuck yeah, that's yeah. the moment." And Tom Something's Green's like, holding him back. And it's did you Tiffany. make a copy? Because if you made a copy, <laughs> can, then we could watch it. <laughs> he's like, he's so upset, and he's like, he, his interpretation of being so upset is like. Hey, I mean, don't worry. If you made a copy, well, then we can watch. We can just watch the copy. It's like, no, you idiot! <laughs> I didn't have time to make a copy. And no. they're mad that t- that Tiffany gets to watch it, and they don't get to watch it. Oh man! <laughs> oh. But it's like, and I also like to say, like, what if, what if they hadn't watched it? Like, what if they hadn't tried to watch it? Then that movie just gets sent directly to her. You're right. It's and true. they don't. When, like, when does he realize that it got sent? And it's at least a couple more days before he figures out that they sent the wrong copy. Right? Yeah. And then she probably has it by then. And then she comes back from her grandfather's funeral, opens that up. Yeah. And that's like, oh, thank goodness. Like the 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 nightmare that actually happens later or that they yes. show later on actually, actually happens. happens. Yeah. And yeah, that's rough. but it's really Tiffany's fault. If you think about this, she <laughs> she's like, I didn't want to leave a voicemail on your machine. Yeah. That's what? most certainly what you do. You say, by the way, if you can't get a hold of me, here's what's happening. I really need you to try to call me maybe at my mom's house because I'm leaving. And here's her. Right. Here's a fucking voicemail to tell you what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. This is Tiffany's fault. It, hey. So, yeah. Hey, I saw you called or that there was a message. I just wanted to leave this uh, voicemail really quick. I'm OK. My grandfather we passed usually away. Go about an hour. You know. we, we talk to each other about every hour on the uh, hour yeah, and no. you're not going to be able to get a hold of me. I know no. you've been trying to get a hold of me and everything. So that's kind of what's been going on. So like, you know, these past four days, I hope you haven't like made a sex tape with anybody or yeah. anything like that. Just, uh, just let you. me know if you have. I love you. Love yeah. You. I, I hope Josh's face where he goes, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. 
I lo- do you like Brecken Meyer? I, okay. find- I love it. I love him, not his name, but I Josh. It, oh, Brecken. Brecken. Yeah. Uh, Brecken that is, that's a very Meyer. unfortunate uh, Meyer. I, <laughs> Brecken Rich. I, so I can think of it. Why are you named Brecken? Oh, my parents like to go to. Brecken I was conceived Ridge. in Breckenridge on a on a ski and ski out trip. Brecken. Brecken Breck Meyer sounds like, like they they make like Christmas cartoons like the Brecken Meyer. It sounds Breck like and Meyer. Yeah. Breck and Meyer. Oh yeah. It sounds like one one. It sounds like his full name. His full first name is Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer. Steve Breckenmeyer. Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer. He's an important guy. I, I don't I think, know what it is. Though. I really like Breckenmeyer I, for some reason in too. these type of roles. Like, I think it suits him really well. He plays a very great everyman. Yeah. Is that, I think that's, you've used that term before, Sean. Like, relatable. Very relatable. Very much like he, he is the grounding for this movie. Like, and 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 to do that as the main character, I think is pretty well done. And so, but he is the everyman. He is going through the scenario that you, as a person, will go through. You know, we're not as and good like looking his, or confident as El. We're not as smart as Ruben, right? Uh, but like, we can more relate to hit to Josh. Like, hey, he's just the everyman guy that's just going through some problems. Yeah, you know? yeah, I think he's fine. I, it's cool to see him and Amy Smart reunite in Rat Race too. Oh yeah, I like, I like them a lot together in that. Yeah, I, I do. I do actually really like Brecken Meyer in like in this role. There's some other ones that you know he's just kind of okay. But I do think my favorite character is Ruben. Um, do you really? I think he's my favorite person in this whole thing. I, I don't know why. I sh- it shouldn't be, but it's, for some just, reason he is. He's a bit throwaway for me is in he? this movie. Like I like him. There's some of his acting, like in other movies that I've seen him in, where he is just kind of the one note ish. He's, yeah. he's also like, he's also always talking with like kind of a smirk going yeah, on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Every every line he has is like you know, well, I have something behind my reasoning. What right, I'm saying. Yeah. Is. <laughs> I, I like I like that he has that like that unpretentious intelligence. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I think he's not forcing it on you. I right. see that. You know, and it's like. It's like he's like, of course, I'm sure I'm, when it's physics, I'm always sure. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, like we can we can jump this thing, that kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think I think Kyle is a great addition to this whole scenario when they decided. Kyle comes that. out of nowhere because I don't think he had really done much. What's his name? It's uh, uh, yeah. uh, Qualls, Qualls. Uh, DJ, DJ Qualls. Qualls. I remember DJ Qualls. I remember just like seeing him and just being that's the weirdest guy I've ever seen. You know, yeah. like it, it, it hit me hard that I think they kind of purposely went out to look for an actor that had just some very unique qualities that they could really play off as the absolute nerd Someone of nerds. That was just all neck. All neck. <laughs> he's he's the, the human embodiment of an ostrich. Yes. You know, <laughs> that's what we really need here. We just need him to have like, you know, awkwardly wide birthing hips with a neck that just says, you know, cut it. Yeah. And, and <laughs> but when they meet, when they go and get him, and he's just like, hang on, hang on. Come in. It's probably jerking off. <laughs> and he answers in his underwear. But then he's like, <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Uh, it's just, it's like, it's he, his performance is really, really, really funny. He is good. And, and they need him to be the guy with the car. Yeah. And does he does he make the biggest like transformation of of anyone in this movie? He kind of does. Like God, technically, it's yeah. almost Into a, a story piece of shit like them. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. almost a story of, <laughs> yeah. of him coming out of his shell more so than it is Josh. I, like I love when we get to it. I love his <laughs> his arc. Yes. Yeah. Oh, his big big arc. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it got me thinking, we think about this all the time where these, this movie's almost quarter of a century old and there are things that get ingrained in us that we don't even know where it came from anymore. Yeah. And we talk about it a lot in movies. Was this the movie that brought up the area codes cheating rule? I, oh, I thought about this too. I was wondering about this because, because, uh, uh who who says it? El says it. El says it. Yeah. And then Tiffany says it later on. Yeah. And you're just like, wait a second, this is ridiculous. It, it just because everyone knows that, like, oh yeah, it's not cheating. It was different area codes. Like, but is this where we heard it? Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard that in my entire life. Are you serious? Yeah. It's it's one of those. Well, they said it in role models, which is actually kind of funny because okay, because the back. girl the the callback in role models, the girl in the tent says, "Ah, and it's not cheating if we're in different area codes." Because yep. I live in five two three zero two. And we are in 52403, 405 right now. No, those are zip codes. Those bro. are zip codes. Oh, area codes. Yeah. Area codes. So it's a, it's a drivable distance. Yeah. I, I misheard everything. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so now do you like this rule? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, not at all. In fact, uh, my girlfriend, my fiance is in 515 right now. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't know about this. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't set any boundaries. My, um, my fiance I didn't tell her that we don't follow that rule. My fiance literally has a different area code. Than <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. We live in the, in the era where you actually have different area codes and you live in yeah. the same time. <laughs> yeah. like if you're in a big si- if you're in a big city you're fucked it doesn't <laughs> work like <laughs> oh no it's fine i have a different area code than you oh what what uh, what do you live next door to me yeah well i, I came from i know across the street super weird it's just you know well location what? location location i was going off zip code i'm sorry um no, I, I think it i think it's it's like all these unspoken rules that they're that they're talking about um Getting into the car though, and they just manipulate the shit out of Kyle yeah. throughout this whole thing. It's like they're just buying all this brand new like camping gear and the, just <laughs> bullshit snacks. And you're just like, Kyle, we need this. Kyle, we have this is an emergency. What, do you want to sleep in the dirt? <laughs> it's very very funny, but um, um, this it brings me up though when when they finally like leave. And it's my favorite transition. Is when, he's looking out the window. Well, well, no, well <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait when, when Kyle's just going, mm-hmm. and he's just looking out the oh, window. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the he, road before. Yeah. He's like uh, way too small. Never like He looks like a child in the back. <laughs> like, this is the window. He does. He's just excited to be along for the ride. He really is. He's like, I've never done anything like this in my life. But I love it because... It just shows them like kind of going up and over the road, kind of cresting the road. And then it comes back and Tom Green comes back and he's like, so they went to Austin, <laughs> drove down to Austin. They were like some things, fun, funny things happen, crazy things ensued. And that's it. It's just like, wait, wait, wait a second. <laughs> so if we go on over here, it's like this, song, this story's bullshit. See, he's done this before. He knows what he's doing. He's like, he, he draws them back. Yes, in. he knows what he's doing. He, it's a test to see. Are you, are you following me? Yeah. All right. You want more of this? Okay. Wait a minute. They were standing around naked. <laughs> girls don't just stand around naked. Hey. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Who's telling the story here? Okay. So anyways, there they were. <laughs> Naked, <laughs> the kids totally like, naked. He's oh, like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> with his mom sitting there. <laughs> Hit it. Uh-oh. If we were on okay. a train to go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. This fucking eighth grader, or whoever it is, with his butt cut, long hair, mom? and his braces, he's he's getting jacked in the face. I know. 
I know that the TA and I know that there's not some great people in this movie, but this kid's get like he needs to know that he's going to get punched in the face if he comes to this college. Yeah. So we need to get him early. Let it, him know what his life's going to be like. It's probably going to be EL that does it. Oh, yeah. And then he's going to have like a life lesson for him later on. Yeah. But he's it's going to be EL that punches him. Sorry, you don't know who your dad is because your mom's sleeping around. Yeah. Your mom's just willing to bang this guy but i bet your dad's an idiot because you are too <laughs> it's like this is the kid that that was going on college visits in ninth grade you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean it's like what, what the felt fuck like. are you doing here it felt like one of the kids from days and confused that's <laughs> uh, <Hirschfeld laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly who it looked like one hirschfeld like what i was getting there <laughs> yeah right your oh, mom's scattered. getting there that's right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah your mom's getting there tom's green's getting there with your mom yeah uh, I'm not going to punch anybody. I am going to wait till the dog later uh, pees on the carpet and then rub its nose in it forever because it's voiced by Jimmy Kimmel and I fucking hate Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, wow. Because you're an Aaron Rodgers fan? No, not that. I just hate Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. That voice of the dog is Jimmy Kimmel. No, Apparently. it's not. Yeah. Hey, no way. Yeah. You're like, you're getting, I got the munchies real bad. That guy? <laughs> yeah. That's Jimmy, Jimmy Snack. That's apparently. Jeez. Okay. So you right, well, why don't you just punch Jimmy Kimmel in the face? Yeah. Okay. You All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Nice. Punch the dog. No. Oh, okay. No. No. <laughs> He's still innocent. He would do that though. If he was if he was about to get punched, he would like transform into a dog so I couldn't do okay, it. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you, AJ? Fucking fucking magicians. Um <laughs> no, I I, I want to punch I want to punch the the fucking nerd at the uh, at at Austin College, the the guy in the mail room, yeah, like that that guy, wrestling okay. guy. The re- it's like, yeah, a backslash says <laughs> episode two, episode two <laughs> slash, and they're being very rude. <laughs> Call you back. Okay, cool. I like that one. That guy needs to be punched more than he already was. Well, you finish out this scene with the uh, the car ramping explosion. This which is amazing. It really is because I mean this car is genuinely ramping over the thing. Someone did that. Yeah. The stunt doubles inside the car are a little rough when you look at it. Well, yeah. High definition. Uh, but <laughs> the mannequins. You the, mean. <laughs> sorry, the mannequins. But the, um, the that was a real explosion behind them, right? Like I don't feel like that was green screen. Yeah, no, that was very real. Do you think they were really far away from it? It was. It was like a lens trick. Oh, uh, like a it perception. It, it's, yeah, it seems like a pretty tame explosion to me. Like the, the, a lot of these things are just like I'm sure it was just fire and glass broke. Okay, they just made it happen at the same time. Uh, it was just like an explosion of fire. Like like you would the Jaws ride. Okay, pretty gotcha. much. It's still really cool. Though. Yeah, it's very effective. I love this though because it's it's the same thing as uh, you know El is the is the chaos factor of this movie, much like a John Bender. Okay. So in the sense of, like you said, Mike, if, if EL didn't push for them to watch the movie, they would have never gone on the trip. If EL didn't spit across this thing, <laughs> they would have hit that bridge and it would have fallen, collapsed right underneath uh-huh. them. So EL is actually facilitating and keeping everybody, like, in this case, almost kind of safe because he's like... It's 10 feet. I could spit across this thing. And like the way he just like gets that hawk just like ready to go and just and just falls all down and shit. He's yep. like, better make it 75. Just make sure. Like, like it's very funny. But if he didn't spit across that bridge, okay, they would have fucking died. I, really, right. I think that like this is funny, but I think it could have been way funnier because they cut to 
he spits and they cut to a wide of the bridge falling and that's that's a funny wide shot yeah. i think they should have done the same thing like a big lebowski kind of thing with the car ramping because it should have been the same exact they, shot they shot this thing with like nine different cameras right, to, and, yeah. and that's funny too and make it slow motion that's funny but i think it should have been just like one locked off like because they you build it up like yeah okay 75 we're gonna do this it's gonna you mean work like when he crashes into the dumpster <laughs> yes. is that what you're talking oh yeah it's gonna work it's gonna work yeah oh, 75 we'll ramp it we're gonna be just fine it should have been a wide shot of the car just going hmm <laughs> Like it would have been right. so much better. He's right. Yep. I you're, agree. You're with absolutely you. right. Just a man. little directing note for Todd. This one, yeah. That, Remember I think that next time, Todd. He'll need that for next time. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> I I I totally agree with you. I think that's it's they they used a lot of their action budget on yeah. this scene right here. You're right. Because I'm sure that was very heavy in the trailer. That kind of wow, they ramped a car over a bridge yeah. on a road True. trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably had to be in there. You do realize we have to get up to 65 or something like whatever he says. He's like, I'm trying. This car sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that they're just insulting Kyle's car. <laughs> the only one they have and they the pretty much car. stole. <laughs> that sounds about right though for that age, age range of like, hey, thank you for being here and at least giving a car to us, but it sucks. <laughs> yeah, this car <laughs> has, is like, And then he even says that afterwards. He's like, my father <laughs> is going to kill me. He's like... Stop worrying about it, Kyle. That car sucked, anyways, man. Like it's just like it was a, like it's just disrespecting his Ugh. things that he. Had. Yeah, it's very very funny. Well, let's move on to scene three. So they continue on foot, stopping at a motel, and they realize they're out of money and credit. Looking for transportation, El persuades a blind woman, Brenda, at a school for the blind into letting him take the bus for repairs, and they resume the journey. Meanwhile, Kyle's father, Earl, discovers discovers the card is maxed. Believing Kyle has been kidnapped, Earl begins searching for him. Josh calls to ask for an extension on his midterm. Jacob answers the phone, impersonating the professor and granting a fake extension. What about this um, blind lady scene? Like it could have been way worse. I thought they were gonna they were gonna have him like go like for her boobs or some yes. shit. Like it felt like I kind of was like, oh no, yeah. I, I cringed a bit when the scene started. Going, oh no, what's gonna happen? I like that yeah. the joke was on him and the, she, it, she totally her was. senses were so high. She was just like, you're fucking with me, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great. Mi- that's one of my favorite middle fingers in cinematic history. Oh wow, okay. it's a that good middle finger. Out of nowhere, like <laughs> it's it's very good. Yeah. But it, it, I love it because I, I love the transition into this bus instead of the Ford Taurus. Right. I think it changes the vibe yeah. of the road trip. It's really fun. It allows them to do more stuff. You're totally like right. Better shots. That, yeah, the, yeah. The scene of them, uh, whatever that song montage was where they're like, yeah. uh, I, I, was it a Kiss song? Oh, it, it, it was, was Twisted uh, Sister. Yeah, Twisted oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it, it allows that to happen better. You Reminded know? me of Detroit Rock City where mm-hmm. they are singing um, or uh, listening to um, oh my gosh! Where they where they're just arriving to Detroit and they're all like kind of singing out the car uh, to oh my god, cheap trick, yes, cheap trick. okay, yeah, uh, I love that scene. It reminds me of it's just like a good like uh, we're all buddies, we're having yeah. a fucking good time. They, you know, they've they've crested this moment of yeah. being um, you know, they're they're a group now. Like even Kyle's a part of this yes. group now. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and it does add a lot to the camaraderie. Which uh, speaking of which. It, that that song, how does this have a better soundtrack than Empire Records? Thank you, dude. What Literally. the hell? Thank you. This like soundtrack, you got Beck in the beginning, like, and, I, and, and they just did it right. Like, there's a lot of no, there's a lot of nobodies on this soundtrack, but the songs are just better songs, they and they just fit, and they feel like they feel iconic. 
and because God of damn it, right, it's, it's a beautiful day. I oh, no. I was looking up the soundtrack as I was watching yes. the movie. I'd be like, "What song is this? Yes. I need to know it." And and no, that's um, it wasn't Beck. It's somebody else, actually. I think. I got you. But yeah, that's not a Beck song. That's not a Beck. That's not a Beck song. They're, I thought they're there was literally one later unknowns. On, but, um, like a lot of these people that I the the band that played in the in the house party was called the KGB. The KGB, yeah. Which I've never heard of, and nor like will I ever hear of. A Black Eyed Peas song, Jungle Brothers, Ash. Yeah, did they have Run DMC? They just did. Are you thinking of Ween? Maybe we, I might be thinking of Ween. Okay. Um, yeah. it, there was another one like Doctor Eels or something like that, yeah. or, or Mister Eels. I don't know. But that is the equivalent. It had to be a. Actually, I, I I want to take this back. Like, there we're talking about two movies that have to have good soundtracks: a record store and a road trip. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, very they, true. They very both good point. have to have <laughs> good soundtracks, and like Empire Records just didn't do it. Yeah, they, I, and I feel sorry for because you guys obviously. I was going to ask you the question of if you've ever gone on a road trip like this. You obviously have because you toured in a band. Yeah, washed up. Yeah, yeah. You know. But like this, this I feel sorry Has for no so. one who did this. I know. Yeah. Dude, we drove to Daytona, 18-year-olds, we were still in high school, we, we went to Daytona for a week and drove four dudes in a car there and back, and it was like one of the greatest memories I have in my entire life. It was life. like even going to uh, two hours away to Des Moines to, to catch a concert or yeah. something like that with your pals. It felt like yeah. a You know, you just pass it? around the phone or pass around the iPod yep. at, at the time, you know? That was awesome. I, I Honestly, like one of my fondest memories is like... It, 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 and it could it could be its own damn movie too, but was my dad and his buddies took me and and the, their sons and stuff like that on this road trip. We got this camper, and then halfway down to we were going to Talladega to really to literally watch like uh, the Talladega race NASCAR Ricky and Ricky Bobby. Yeah. It was when Ricky Bobby was coming out. Sweet. No shit. Will Ferrell was there Sweet. to say, "Gentlemen, start your engines." Nice. That's how cool it was. We we get halfway there. This thing blows out, of like course. blows out tires, and it, we end up packing all this stuff, everything we can, into a minivan with literally like six or seven guys. And but it's one of the fondest memories I have. It's awesome. What should be, what should be like a terrible time. It was fucking awesome. And yeah. that's how this and movie that's what is. This is. That's how this movie is. I mean, they're they're literally at the bottom of the barrel, and they're sitting at this restaurant, like yeah. having a great time. This is our introduction to Horatio Sands. Yeah. And, and I think it was most of the world's. I mean, he was he was uh, Upright Citizens Brigade and Saturday Night Live in 98. But he those are all very small roles. And this being his first movie role, like him as the fucking cook. How many takes did that take for him? To I know, do, right? To do the throw it over his <laughs> head oh and land gosh. it in his pants. Yeah. Look, he kind of reminds me of what's the dude on the bear. Like he, he looks, dude, he looks he like does. him a lot. Uh, and to see him like do the chef role, I'm like, oh shit, is that like where that dude got it? No, it was crazy. Like I'm sure because he looks confident while doing it too. Yeah. Like he's a good actor. He's done this before. Yeah. Horatio Sands is is so. I think he's an underrated performer in general. Yes. But uh, man, his little that little cameo of him. <laughs> Just makes this entire scene perfect. Yeah. If it would have been some grubby guy, like no, no name guy, who like does this, it wouldn't have worked no. as well. You have a Horatio Sands being the nicest the guy, nicest guy. <laughs> and then just absolutely, literally <laughs> fucking your French toast. I really like how they were like, "Oh, he's a nice guy." It's like, <laughs> yeah. nice guy. Nice guy. I think I think this is uh, this is Kyle's finest moment. He, hey. goes, he goes, "It's good." <laughs> 
It's good. I think they had to keep no. they had to keep redoing. Like, no, no, give me more. Act more like a little kid. Keep keep bringing it. Come on, Kyle. Like, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. I just can't have too much sugar in the morning. <laughs> You piece I'm of sorry, shit. Sir, I, I said I said no, no powdered sugar. I just can't have oh, a lot of I'm sugar. So sorry. It's like you're about to drench these in fucking syrup, <laughs> you bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that, buddy. I'll get that fixed up for you right away. Can we keep going on the cameo it's train? Great. Yeah, you want? It seems Fred Ward, dude. dude Fred, Fred Ward and Ward. Matt Walsh and Matt all Walsh. being in here. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, dude. But, did, we got to talk about the Jarrett Layoff Confused Breakfast Actor Database here. If you want to talk about this, first of all, big props to Jarrett Layoff. This man. The reason we named it after him is he has compiled all the actors oh, yeah. in every single movie we've done and rated them by how many's on there. Thank you, Jared, yeah. for doing the Hell doing yeah. God's work here. But it's, it's so cool to refer to. It's yeah. awesome. There's no real breakouts in this. I mean, Fred Ward, that's his second. Second. But we have four actors that this is their um this is their third movie they've done. Sean William Scott, Amy Smart, Anthony Rapp, and Matt Walsh. This Amy is Matt. Smart, really? Amy like Smart three? was yeah, I can tell you what it was here. Hang Just on a friends. Second. This, oh uh, man, Amy Smart was uh, Starship Troopers, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, right. she's in there. She's her friend in the yeah in the pilot school. Yeah, uh, Matt Walsh was actually in Role um, Models. He was in Role Models. He was in uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, and and Roger, that's the best part about that movie. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, dude, Matt Walsh saying, you know, if I had to guess. I'd say somebody was was murdered and <laughs> raped here last night. What the hell makes you say that? Just a feeling. Just a feeling. <laughs> he's not so, been to many crime scenes. Just a, and, uh, just, he's, he's got just, a feeling. It's just, just a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say something about there's not any semen. Yeah. We couldn't find he's any like, semen. Luckily, no semen yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> I think that says something more about where the car is located yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. I think they're like, yeah, this is butt... Turd County. Yeah, but Turd, but County. Turd County, Alabama. Yeah. That happens there a this, lot. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is poop pushing county. This is where we're at. Well, oh, what, no. what do you think about Fred Ward being the dad in this? Though? Love like, it. I mean, he's just amazing, and every like everything I see him in, he's just like that guy. It's a you great. Know? Yeah, he he's commanding. Every movie he's in, his name is Earl. Like I think <laughs> it, I think it's Earl in Tremors. I'm pretty yeah, sure it is. Uh, that's that's crazy. I love that. I he's just he's just a man man. Like a, a Marlboro, and to see him in a comedy like this is so much fun. What do you call it when when you make a movie about someone where someone else plays that person? Is that a biopic? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I came to the conclusion that if a biopic is ever made about Fred Ward, John Barenthal has to play him. Yes. Ooh, okay. Like they are. I wanted them to be a, a father son oh. thing, like in a in a. Fred state. Ward passed away though, didn't he? Uh, I think he, I, I think he passed away. Oh, no, yeah. like it, like if they had like a like a stand your ground type of action movie. Fuck yeah! And it was Fred Ward and John Barenthal. Oh, dude, dude. put it in my veins. I am. Wouldn't that be you, sick? Throw, like, can you you can just see. Fred Ward f- throwing a double barrel old shotgun to John Barenthal <sighs> and then John Barenthal loading in a couple of, of rounds. Like, you got it. I will butt chug that. that movie. I will, I will do it right, right now. now. I, I will it. watch you do that. I, I will overdose cool. on that movie. <laughs> I, you know what else I'll do? I, I will <laughs> turn it into something that can. It's fine. What do you got? <laughs> All right. I'm Sean. All right, ready for this fan theory here? You never thought there'd be a fan theory in Road Trip, but 
We're going back to Tremors here, guys. Earl oh, Earl from Tremors lived in Perfection, Nevada. He battled graboids. That was his thing. After oh, the God. events in Tremors 2 took place, mm-hmm. Earl used his newfound riches to operate a graboid-themed amusement park called Earl's Monster World. It opened in 96. It was a huge success. In 98, he sold it to Disney for a buttload of money and decided his time in the desert was over. So he moved back home to New York. The week he got back, he ran into Cookie, his old girlfriend from the early 80s when he lived in New York State. They had a huge blowout fight the night before he moved to Nevada to work on an oil rig, and they hadn't spoken since. It turns out that she got pregnant that night and had a son named Kyle that is Earl's. Out of pride, she refused to never tell Earl, but as he got older, he kept asking who his real father was. Earl was overjoyed to find out he had a son, and him and Cookie reconciled, got back together. He spent the next couple years doing everything he could to get to know his son Kyle and provide for him, but the fact that he'd missed out on the majority of Kyle's life really caused some major conflicts between them. In fact, Kyle didn't have a dad growing up, so he's kind of just a pussy. Like yeah. He doesn't have that man's man in him, so he's been trying to like put this man in him, and Kyle's like, I, don't, I can't. you know. So he pulls some strings to get Kyle to go into college, gives him a car, gives him credit cards, but it doesn't make their relationship any better it culminates in road trip when earl finds out that kyle's credit cards were maxed out and the car was destroyed oh hell yeah dude what do you think about that i like yeah. that get I some man that. in him yeah, <laughs> I, I know i said that <laughs> we're gonna gloss over that like that he, he, you know, he, he just wants to get some man in him. He's just trying to put that man in him, you know? <laughs> I did do that with my hands, too. I think I moved my hands out. Get that way. man in him. You yeah, know. you know. That's not what I meant. You'd send him off to college, get that man in him, you know? That's not what I meant. Tremor, tremors and Road Trip are in the same universe, yeah, okay? Right, I right. love it. I, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> well, what about Tremors 3? Uh, Technically, that, he comes back. It says that his last name is Walter. <laughs> no way. Kyle looks way more like Kevin Bacon. Uh, <laughs> well, let's move on to scene four. Oh. So, meanwhile, Beth has taken the bus to Boston University because some of the misinformation given from Barry. Beth tells a different Tiffany that she's cheated on him with her boyfriend, and Tiffany trashes her boyfriend's car and beats him up. Along the way, Kyle loses his virginity at a fraternity. Josh and EL raise money making deposits at a sperm bank, and they visit Barry's grandparents. Okay. We didn't mention, sorry, I just want to make mention, we didn't realize how stupid Jacob actually is. <laughs> and by the way, Jacob goes looking for Beth at uh, at Josh's, Josh's dorm, room? dorm room. Yeah. Like, so that means he must have stopped at hers first. And he's like literally spending his time looking around for, for Beth only to go and tell her, ha ha. Your boyfriend's screwed. What an idiot. Why would you do that? Yeah, true. Why didn't you just let this play out? You're an absolute Yeah, dumbass. but remember, take away cell phones. Like, how is she going to get that information to him? True. And, like, the whole bit of Austin, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite joke of the entire movie. Austin? That's really good. Austin? Austin? Austin, Massachusetts? Are you here for the feeding? Wait, wait you mean, <laughs> are you here for the feeding? What? No. I. What? <laughs> It's like it's it's not till tomorrow. <laughs> you're early. He's like serious. Like you're, you're early. early. You're gonna have to come back tomorrow. It's not till tomorrow. It's like where's where's Josh? He left. Go see his girlfriend. What? Austin, <laughs> Austin, Massachusetts. Do you mean you mean Boston? I don't know. It's like, it's like sure. <laughs> so she goes to Boston, Massachusetts. It's. I mean, this whole scene that I read is. I mean, this is probably my favorite part of the movie. For this whole, I think. I think probably mine too. Yeah. I. I just love when we get to the fraternity. It was a. Yeah. Yeah. Kai, 
It's uh, Zai Kai. Zai Kai. Zai Kai. So how does uh, Ruben know the code? It, they they don't say. Is it just because he he's so he, smart? He no. He says he says that um, he has his, one. He, his friend or he his old roommate or something. Oh, here taught, it is. Taught him. Oh, here it is. Okay. And he says I don't, he's basically says like I don't see color. Like I like I actually I don't feel. I, I don't, don't think about that. I don't think about that. Which actually. That's correct. So his buddy was black. Yeah. And he just never th- would ever think to be like, oh, well, it's an all black fraternity. He's probably sure. never okay. gone to the fraternity, yeah. maybe, you know, or like to the frat house. Maybe. I don't think like that. I don't think <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't think like about those <laughs> I, things. I like that. Yeah. I it's didn't almost, think about that. That's, yeah. It's almost like when they co- when they go here, they set it up to be like a, a, a joke that it's, oh, well, it's all black. We're outnumbered pretty much kind of thing. And then like, I do like the, the bit of they find the, the hood in yep. his bag. Or and that, <laughs> yeah. That's the prank. It's a good prank, which means they had it, but the which movie, means they had it, and which means that they've done this prank to yes. somebody else before. I love that. <laughs> that makes me happy, but it goes nowhere. Right. Right. It, like yeah. they, they do it and he passes out and then he wakes up and that's, the, that's it. Like, it just, it, the movie lost so much momentum as far as like a comedy goes to me. Well, right. I think, I mean, I think the it, joke it picks up right after. Yeah. I'm just saying this one, this one was just like, okay, let's get back to the, the jokes thing. happened. You know what I mean? The jokes happened at while Kyle was passed out. They were all like, yeah, it's really funny. Exactly. Like anytime a white guy comes, we always do this. It joke. was a and joke. Like, Audi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, it like picks up immediately after, but it's just like, yeah, the choice of having him pass out was so weird to me. Yeah. Especially on a first time watch. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and it, it could have been, it, it's like, it, it didn't have to be, may, maybe this is what you're saying, or maybe it's like, they didn't have to black out with Kyle. We could have left the joke running yeah. while he's passed out. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Like, I like that, that kind of a thing. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Like the, the omniscience, it, it took me out. Yeah. yeah. I think okay. you're right. And, and so, and I just, I think this is one of the best scenes though, is, <laughs> yes. is when that they go in there. And again, <laughs> the most amazing music choice and some of the camera sh- like shots of like in front of Kyle and it's run DMC. It's tricky. Yeah. And like, I just, this song or th- this scene actually is maybe the one that resonates with me the most thinking back to it, that they're just at this, this dope party. And especially after it's like, it's just EL just saying what everybody knows and thinks it's like, you do realize this is a black fraternity, right? <laughs> they know you're not a part of this. It's like, yeah, we know. Like, it's very, very funny. But th- these movies capture it. I, I there's watch not Oprah a- every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, Audi. Joke. There's not a. There's not a. If you never, ex- I don't know why. Tell me if I'm crazy. The way that I think about college so much is this. And you see it in movies. This ability to walk into a bar or a party. The Emporium shot, right? Yeah. Of dick that, first. The, walking in dick first through a party where everything's happening. It happens to Josh earlier in the movie. He walks into the party. He's like, what's up? What's up? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, give me a drink. Cool. This happens to Kyle and this. Like, that to me is almost a rite of like passage of coolness of like, do you get to experience walking into something like that? Yeah. There, like, I will always think fondly on, on that moment in my, like walking into a bar and seeing all your friends and the music's loud and you're just like drinking, you fucking top of the world moment, you know? It, it is. And these movies play so well on that stuff. Mm-hmm. They do it really well because like all the people that were like, everyone who was in on the joke against him is just like, you know, stoked to hand him a drink. And like, like you say, He's like one of them now. Yeah. You know, he's one of the crew. He's he's involved in this. He's just he's in just as deep as they are. And, you know, the other frat guys are like handing drinks. And like, I love that moment 
when he wakes up and El, he's like, "I need a wine cooler." He's like, "Oh, here, take mine." <laughs> it's just like straight <laughs> bourbon. And then, like after that, like one of the guys who was sitting next to him is handing him a shot, and and he's like, "Oh no, Kyle." He's like, "Nah." <laughs> he takes that. He's like, "I'm not taking any more shots." You can see it on his face. It is this rite of passage, like you say, for Kyle to really be a part of this party. He's got to feel is. like a cool guy. Yeah, to be, he does. To be, I guess, uh, like pretentiously philosophical about it is like a party is just like. A com camaraderie, 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 camaraderie. Like everyone's trying to have a good time, and so everyone's going to make sure every everyone's having yes. a, good, a good time. And if maybe someone seems a little bit into their shell, we'll try to break them out of it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, they, maybe maybe they'll be above the joke and then be on top of the world after. They're yeah. very much. It's like in parts like laughing with like at him and then laughing with yes. him. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? Like that kind of a thing. And it's it's very fun to see. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love Rhonda. Rhonda's Rhonda, so dude, awesome. it, that's the best. I, I what she says. She says, "Let Rhonda handle this, baby." <laughs> Fucking love She's it. Like, she got a condom. Yes, man. She got a condom. He's like, "No, well, I bet I bet Tyrese has one or whatever." <laughs> and she and he goes, "Yeah, it's uh, behind the mug or to the right of the." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no." He's and he just no, he just says, "Wow, good guess." Oh, wow, <laughs> oh, good guess. It's so good. He's like, "I had sex last night with a girl." With the girl, yeah. and then they can't. And then it's just so good. Yeah, I've had he's sex the, before with myself. He's like, I, he's like, I mean, I've had sex, just not with a person. <laughs> what? He didn't have a dad around to teach him, man. Because remember, he says it's not cheating if you put peanut butter on your balls yes. to let your dog look it <laughs> he up. He doesn't understand <laughs> no, the concept. because it, it's your dog. He's like, no, we got him. No, no it's like, good. You got to have a girlfriend to cheat on them. Yeah. yeah. Do you understand what's happening <laughs> and here? It's, it's like, he's like, never with a person. You're like the only person he's had any sexual contact with this, apparently this dog now. Oh, and you're just like, this is really fucked. But it's so cool that he's the cool kid now because they get to the sperm mm-hmm. bank and she's like, have any of you had intercourse in the last 24 hours? Welp, I'm out. <laughs> that is me out. <laughs> and like to think that that him, of all these people, he's the only one he's the guy yes. that plays last so night. Awesome. <laughs> and he gets to be the confident guy that's like, yeah, what's up? I'm it, out. Yeah. Dude, when he, when it's have you you guys have must have had like or seen that friend who has done this that like that moment that man moment happens for a buddy or something that just makes them like yeah. king of the world and he's sitting in the bus just leaning back like smoking like <laughs> it's like all right Kyle like let us know like what happened he's I like, boinked her <laughs> you, did you say boink we danced we had a few drinks and you know it's like no we don't though it's like quit being a pretentious dick about it just tell us what happened he's like you skin a cheetah <laughs> I boinked her boinked? no man I boinked her skin a cheetah Jesus Christ. Such a dick. Oh, it's like, so good. It, it's it's a it's these are these great moments. These are these great camaraderie moments that I'm glad we get past like the over the top like raunchiness. Yeah, yeah. And we get these like real nice like you know bro moments. You, you think know? about yeah. the Being moments buds. you're gonna remember for the rest of your life. I still talk about it like these yeah. nights that I had in college. Like this is fucking Kyle's night. Yeah. Like this is he's gonna remember this for the rest of his life, and mm-hmm. they made it happen. His life changed that night. Yes, it did. You know, yeah, you're hundred percent. He's a right. different person now. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to the grandparents, obviously. Ellen Al- Albertini Dowell. Yes. I say we do a we do an episode where we debate the best grandma of all time on she screen because be she has She's to be up, up there, there, man. And the, even the grandpa, he's the hell yes, hell yeah. yes. Uh, in like Edmund, Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, he's been Daddy. in a ton yes. of Sandler movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ellen was obviously in Wedding Singer. She was yeah. the sweet old lady in that. 
Like this scene's funny to me. The the, the I dog think it's and, the funniest bit where he gets up with a boner and knocks over that glass. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Cut it off? What a fucking performance that guy has! Dude. Like he just he knocks it off and he's just like oh, anyway come this way. <laughs> do you see like he, he, nothing? It's almost like it was an accident. Like for see, real. Do you see what he's like? When he's like, well, let me show you to your rooms. So he grabs like Kyle's hand. He tries to grab Ruben's <laughs> hand, and Ruben's just like, <laughs> it's, a, it's like, ah, your boner, <laughs> your boner, your boner. What do you want me to do? Kind of knock, knocks the statue. Oh man, I should have taken the statue that's broken uh, now. Yep, sorry, too late, man. All right, fine. But when fine. we before we move on to scene five, I forgot about this. There are these movies that are just so ingrained to pop culture, like quote wise, mm. that you forget where it came from. And that was that EL moment when he, he's getting his prostate milked. Mm. And he goes, stop. Oh, no way. Keep going. No way, keep going. Ah! Like, yeah. I, say, I say that all the time. Stop. All right. Keep going. Like, yeah. And, and like the, you just forget where it, because so many people say the jokes and you're just like, I don't even know where that came from. I, I, I say all the time. No, we got it. <laughs> no, like we got all it. the time. <laughs> like, like and, he, and you're right. I, it just it's not even about quoting the movie. It's just about applying it to the situation. <laughs> yeah. And that's where it came from. But I don't know. I, this is a, this is a great movie. Wait, Barry's name is Barry Manilow. <laughs> <laughs> Little jokes, man. Yeah. They're just, they're great. They're great. Well, and it's also implied Barry at one point says that he's never left the state, but then he also, they say, yeah, Barry told us to visit his grandparents. He used to go here all the time when he was young or something like that. Yeah. So is it implied that maybe Barry, like actually just lied to him and, and planned this whole thing out. Like, cause at the end we see the tape that he's clearly recorded over it. Yep. Like, did he know like, right. He probably already watched it and he's like, cool, I'm going to record over this, but I had gonna, that thought but we're going to, but we're going to mail it to Tiffany anyway. Yeah. So that even if it gets there and she sees it, nothing bad's going to happen, but we're going to send these guys on a road trip because they need to experience the world. Yeah. What do you think? I had that thought. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's true. It's, it's probably such not a, true. That's such a, that's such a deep, deep cut because that means also that they did Ruben did in fact send the right tape but Barry in fact he recorded over that tape like that morning yes that's must have been what what happened well and and there's some continuity there like the amount of postage that's on the initial one Mm -hmm. versus the amount of postage that's on the one she gets is different so maybe it was a different tape okay maybe it was a different tape because you see the the clip of like bef- just before, um, uh, what's her Beth steps into the frame. Yep. But then it's gone and it's just saying. Bear. You know what Barry did? Weird. Barry did make a copy of it. He and did. Kept one for himself and then taped over the original. He did make a copy. Well, do you have a? Do you have? If a you copy? have a copy, we could watch the copy. Just watch the copy. He's got one. <laughs> He's 100%. got a copy. All right. Of it. <laughs> um, well, scene five, final scene. When Barry feeds the snake, Beth comes looking for Josh again, and Jacob interrupts. Finally getting to Austin in Tiffany's dorm, Josh intercepts the tape just as she arrives. Earl also bursts in, furious over the car and credit card. Kyle finally stands up to him, and a mini riot ensues. Josh and Tiffany retreat to talk, and she and Josh agree to break up, remaining friends. Then Josh and the crew rush back just in time to take his midterm with a little help from Beth, who called in a bomb threat. Josh and Tiffany start dating. Barry finishes his tour of the campus. Felony for... uh I'm just going to commit a felony for a guy I banged and yeah. videotaped it for. And she doesn't quite understand how it works, right? Because, you know, like I went to college, like, let's say, what did they say? Two hours later? Hour? Two yeah. hours later? Yeah. You don't just go back into the class. Like, you have other classes. Yeah. They've got other classes to teach. Right. You have other schedules and things you have to do. You can't just resume the class, right. the test. 
We're going to have to take this at another day. We're going to do this thing. Yeah, that wouldn't no, happen. No, you can't. No, I you have can't. to go. I, I have, have to work. We have to search this whole damn school for bombs now. I have to, I have to do a midterm at a different building yeah. at the time you're trying to do this one. That doesn't work. Yeah. No, they didn't think that out. Or no. she, she actually thought it out well because yeah. she's like, cool, it'll be another day. But the movie didn't think it out well, knowing that this is how it works. Right. Well, she you don't asked, have one class that you take. She even asked him, too. Like, she, she's, I don't know. She's like, uh, I did good, right? And he's like, yeah, my purchase is paying dividends. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. $26 got yeah, me a bomb. I'm so man. glad I paid $26 $26 got me laid. Got me a delay on the midterm. <laughs> a fun road trip a that I remember for the rest trip. of my life. I mean, wow. Like, this is great. It'll help hopefully bail me out of jail when I'm having sex in a library and I go to jail for that. <laughs> yeah, while filming it. <laughs> while filming it, yeah. Yeah, because there's other people in the background of our, of our library sex tape that we didn't get permission from. No, no, no. Yeah. And I and again I you know I've been in libraries before and nobody has sex I've in there. I've never seen anybody think. making out in a library. It seems no, like an unsexy place to do it. Probably cuz they're pretty good at it. Oh, cuz I haven't seen them, yeah. You're right? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Like a, a good defenseman is, pre- is very unnoticeable, you know. Yeah. Okay. That's what they say. Yeah. Okay. So, uh the I really do love the shot though when he is in Austin and he gets the phone call from Beth and the camera's on his face and it's just the the Warner of her in the background opening up the thing <laughs> and going to put it in there. Cause the first time you see it, like hopefully you felt this way. You're like, Oh fuck. Like turn around, dude. She's yeah. going to open the thing. Yeah. But luckily it's not the right tape, but I love that shot of her doing it. Like, unwrapping it, putting it in there, sitting down, hitting play on it. You see it starts playing in the background. You're like, dude, come this on. Is, it adds, it adds some anxiety to the moment for it does. sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, oh, by the way, we didn't talk about Todd Phillips and his creepy feet thing. Are yeah. there any guys that are just normal? That guy? Yeah. fucked up. He, yeah. was, um, he was the creepy guy in the elevator in The Hangover. Mm-hmm. He was, hey, I'm here for the gangbang in old school. He's the foot fetish guy here in this movie. Like, my God. But he had a, I mean. It's like, don't worry about showing, showing your, your tits. Because I'm a foot guy. Because I'm going <laughs> to actually suck on your foot. It's okay. I'm going to actually put my, my, he's basically up there with Tarantino. He just I, want, I was he just, wondering if he was like playing on that yeah. or something. He's a, he's, you think so? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I wrote this scene so that way I could put your toes in my mouth. Now I'm a director. I like feet. I like feet. He had a few movies before this, but this was definitely his big, this was his breakout because yeah. then he did Due Date, Old School, All Three Hangovers, The Joker. Like, wow. It's yeah. pretty insane that uh, he went on to that. Um, the, the reaction of um, It's Barry. It's Barry. It's like it's what, very, what? Why did you send me this? Like, after all that, if if I were if I were any one of the other guys, I still think I would have been kind of pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, she's undoing the video. Like, I'm sorry, take it back to what you're saying. Like, and putting it in and everything, and then it's like, oh my god, no! And then it's just Barry on there. And like, if I was one of the other guys, especially Kyle, maybe not after like what happened at the frat house, but if I were Kyle, I'd be like. You got to be shitting me. You mean we still don't get to see the sex tape? Yeah. You mean we went all this way and we still don't get to that watch was it? That's kind of the idea. <laughs> that we were pretty, all going to get to watch it. We all came down here. In in EL's mind, the only way he went, the only reason he went, was to be able to watch it. Yeah. And he doesn't even get to it anymore. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, man. I think uh, the TA goes out very well. Uh, Colton, Iowa. Thanks a lot, Road Trip yeah, Riders, whatever. for saying a Colton, Iowa. Ugh. We don't have Colts here. Yeah. Do no. We? Or a Colton, Iowa. 
Uh, Maybe the Hawkeyes. It's so, great. But, it's, uh, it's so great he died though. Too. Oh, dude. Like, I'm a big fan He's of that. Like, <laughs> he tried to. He tried to uh, tried start a cult. Start, start, he started a cult and tried to put together a mass suicide, but he drank the Kool Aid first, <laughs> and everyone else just kind of changed their minds. <laughs> Oops! It makes Too total bad. sense for his character. <laughs> Too bad. It's, like, it's a great Tom, Tom Green's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oops! Oops. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> it is. It is great though. I guess this would have just ended kind of with that, but we almost now I'm changing my tune on the Tom Green being the narrator of the story because we kind of need it at the end here, right? Just yeah. the the well and everything tied up real nicely. And yeah. this guy went on to this, and they're still together with that. How yeah, many I years later do, you think, do we think this is? I used to always feel like this was just a couple months later. Feels like it, but I think it's I think it's multiple years later. Unless you know they're they're out of college now, and Josh and uh, Amy Smart, Beth, Beth, just like banging in random. Oh, they don't even libraries. go to school there anymore. They just yeah. bang in libraries. Maybe I wonder because yeah, we don't really get any sort of idea. We know that Tom Green has been in there in college for eight years, but it doesn't allude to how long he had been in when this whole thing went down, I guess. So I feel like it's like a two year thing. You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of like reasonable because like they went on to do other things, you know, you know, EL actually got, I had to take some time for EL to do that. Yeah. And for, uh, uh, Ruben to do his thing. Yeah. EL still holds a a yearly auction of women. Yep. Beth and Josh go to it just to support their buddy. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, it would have yeah. taken it would have taken EL a lot of time to build up to three fingers, probably too. Very true. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. Oh, that's wow. that's um, at least a year. That's I'd say at you've least. gotta have. Yeah. yeah. Um so I don't know. And yeah, uh, Ruben became High Times Man of the Year and he put that all together. That's he became a scientist. Yep. So that's amazing. It's a long time. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Well, boys, uh, you got anything else to say on this whole thingy thingy? No. We have talked about it with a modern eye, stripped away all the nostalgia. It is time to give it a modern day rating. I guess I got to start right since I started. Dare you. I I don't think this is one of those movies where I'm never probably going to seek it out on purpose. But when I do, if I happen to walk in on it or it's on TV or someone else is playing it, it's going to be a blast. Uh, it's it's that it's how I feel about all of those movies like I don't I don't search it out, but then when I watch it, I'm always like, God, that's fun. The, those groups of friend movies, I just I just love it. It's it's a bit of a hangout movie in sorts, but yeah. different version of it. It's it's not the best it's not the best movie of that group. It's not the one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, but it it is what it is, and I enjoyed this rewatch. I'm glad we did it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a six point three. That might sound harsh, but I feel like that's where this movie needs to lie. It's not a masterpiece, but it's a lot of fun. Six, yeah, point, man. Six point three for me, Sean. What about you, man? Uh, yeah, this being my first time um, watching it this morning, I had a good, I had a really good time with it. I got to be honest; like, I'm not the audience anymore for these mm-hmm. kinds of movies. Like, I was even skeptical to do role models just because I was like, "Ugh, I just, I don't care about fart jokes anymore unless they're done smart." You know, I yeah, to be pretentious, like, "Oh, Scorsese, cinema lover," kind of thing. Not, not, it's not like that. I love stupid movies like this just to turn on on a Sunday afternoon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really liked it. The cast is fucking great. Yeah. Like Amy Smart and Breckin Meyer is the best thing I've seen him in. Yep. Um, everyone else is, is, is great. And I, 
I love Fred Ward. I love the road trip aspe- aspect of it. It's basically a road movie. They just get into shenanigans. I love those types of movies. Uh, I'm the same as you. I'm a 6.3. 6.3 from Sean. AJ, what about you, man? Uh, I I think the, the biggest movie we have to compare this to is obviously American Pie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, number one, I, I like this movie a lot better than I like American Pie. Um, I don't I don't know exactly the reasoning, though. Because in all honesty, I probably shouldn't. But I think it does have to do with the casting. I think I love a good road trip movie. And um, I think it's just put together. I I just think it's a a little bit more put together better. I don't know. I think um, I, I do honestly think that in my personal opinion of how often I would watch like this or American Pie, I would be twice as apt to watch this movie instead of American Pie. And then I realized I'd be way more apt to watch this movie than like American Pie. I didn't rate American Pie very well. No, we, none of us really did. No. And so I, I do. I really like all the casting of this. I think that it's it's put together well. I think that the jokes are fun. I think I think it's honestly because there's a lot more camaraderie of this movie than than anything else. And um yeah, I, and by the way, they mention Iowa, so you gotta give them a point for wow. that. Even yeah. though even though it's a cult thing, but it's fine. It's fine. fine. They mention Iowa. We got more stuff than cults. Yeah, there's more here. Um, cults are fun. So, I will give this a um, a six point six. Six point nice. six. We got to go to executive producer Josh Miller. He says I'd be lying if I said that I hadn't seen this movie since 2000 when it came out. I've certainly seen it a handful of times since then, but after watching with a critical, confused breakfast eye, shocker, it's a much better movie if you don't pay too close attention. I know that sounds crazy. This movie is a time capsule of the late 90s, mini DV cameras, VHS players, (laughs) Tom Green, the blockbuster video cases under the TV. That's a rush right there. Why does he have so many, and why are they organized in a manner that makes you think he's had them a while? (laughs) Did I mention Tom Green? There was the colorful iMac that cemented the return of Apple, the Nintendo 64. Did you guys catch the letter he sends to Tiffany in the beginning? The return zip code is New York, New York, not upstate Ithaca, and delivery zip isn't Austin. It's Des Moines. No way. I didn't look at that. I didn't see that. I didn't notice it. Oh, man. The cast of this movie could mostly be considered up-and-comers in Hollywood at this time, and none of them really struck it big. Sean William Scott was probably the most successful, but unfortunately, he became 100% typecast. Amy Smart was the cute girl next, next door type that really only went on to do what the butterfly effect and AJ's favorite just friends mm. Tom Green killed his career with Freddie got fingered using the words killed very very loosely it's certainly been a handful of years since I've seen this but back in the day if this was on cable satellite TV I may not immediately stop to watch this I would I would though come back to it if I couldn't find anything better in today's modern day of streaming platforms and almost unlimited choices I see this movie continually falling down my list of watches this very well could have been the last time I watched this not because it's bad but I feel there's always something better to be rewatched or seen for the first time I'll tell you what though this got me rethinking of so many more movies that you guys need to cover it's almost like you guys will call it quits before you run out of movies to review 32.7 years from now (laughs) this modern score certainly falls from an unrealistic 7.4 to a respectable 6.0 so that takes us to a 6.0 
0.05 as okay. a group modern day rating, which I think is going to put us right here. We go 6.05. That's the 119th spot that is right below Twister and Heavyweights, right above Boondock Saints and Waterworld is where we feel about that. Bottom 30, roughly, but yeah. it's 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 not bad. I'm okay yeah. with it there. there are, like, it's better than some movies. Like I said, yeah. I, for me, anyway, this is like a perfect, oh, this is on Star's channel. Yeah, I'm going to fucking agree. watch it. Like, uh, I'm sure, I am saw people talking about Sex Drive. I think that's an underrated yeah. one like this. I uh, can't wait to get to that. But those are ki- the kind of times that I would watch those movies. Totally. Yeah, this Euro trip, those are the, those yeah. are the, the ones that, I have a lot of fun when they're on. Eurotrip's going to get covered. I mean, that yeah. is the famous Matt Damon, yeah. the most yeah. best fictional band of all time yeah. is in that movie. So we have to cover that. Yeah, for sure. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next week. We discuss 1989's Heathers, all right. followed by Cliffhanger. Oh, man. <laughs> and if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year. Out Cold, a nice winter movie for you in hey. the cold months. That is a very fun, fun, fun oh, episode. Yeah. I think we gave Out Cold a much higher rating, I believe, than we did this. I think so. And I will tell you while AJ talks. Oh, well, that's... Just fine. I'll talk about something yeah, now. It's not very high. It's about 10 higher. There you go. Ten, oh, ten, ten, 10 movies higher. 10 movies higher. Okay. I was like, well, 10's the highest score, Mike. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us here in the studio on YouTube. We know that you're hanging out with us on YouTube. Um, and we, uh, we, we just want your feedback. You guys, check out the new studio. We want to hear from you uh, with a five-star review. Uh, leave us a review. We love reading those when we when we get a chance. And by all means, check us out on social media. If you're not following us on social media, but you made it through this whole episode, what the hell are you doing? Follow us on social media at Confused Breakfast. Just search for Confused Breakfast, guys. I was at my fiance's work party last night, and uh, someone named Jamie came up to me and said he really liked the show. So shout out, Jamie. Thanks for checking out the show. You can check out our merch at ConfusedBreakfast.com. You can get some shirts, koozies, whatever you want. Think of it, we fucking have it. Yeah. Confusedbreakfast.com as well to see the ratings of the movies we've covered. You can see AJ's ratings. You can see my ratings. You can see Mike's ratings and the show's ratings overall. Love you. Goodbye. Speaking of last night, uh, Tabitha of the Deck Diaries podcast and her boyfriend Ben both were like, you fucking love your podcast. So shout out to those guys. We right love on. hearing that. It's still a wild thing to hear when somebody random is like hey i love your podcast like it's still yeah, mind-blowing it's really cool I had, I had a guy named wade last night uh come up to me and say dude just love the podcast like just want to let you know like you know this is the new segment where yeah. you have to find us in public and <laughs> yep. come up to us and go i love it and then we'll be like what's your name and then you'll be like steve and i'll be like okay cool listen to the next episode steve yeah it's a new segment <laughs> just really appreciate that it's very <laughs> kind of you to come up and say that to us so it's really neat well, yeah, please sponsor our, please support our sponsors, HelloFresh, Cedar Ridge. You can actually sponsor us by going to patreon.com slash confused breakfast. We are produced by the Upload Media Group in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. We got Craig on the controls. <laughs> and we're on the Cloud 10 iHeart Podcast Network. Learn more at cloud10.fm. That's it for us. Goodbye.